quiet on the set. Scream for roll them. Uh, Wes, Wes, hold up. This script. Is this just a remake of the first film? Is it? I didn't notice. And what happened to Roman? Where were we going with that? I'm going to be cold and dead in the ground before we hear from Roman again. Have it your way. Oh boy. Here comes the spooky! If he comes calling, you better check your caller ID because it's going to say, Slick and Nasty Jam. What's going on, all you chuds and chudettes? Here comes Spooky's back with 079. Tonight, we're going to talk Danny Elfman, Evil Dead Rise, before we jump over to Woodsboro again for Scream 4. Oh, boy. So sit back, relax, tie your buddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. Hey, buddy. Welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, one half of the Dukes of Spook. And with me always is my best friend, my partner in crime, Nachos McWerewolf. Earthworm Jim? Despite his great big muscles and his really big ray gun, Jim is still an earthworm, but then he's the only one. With a super suit to make him really super strong, Jim can be a winner if we only sing along. Earthworm Jim. Think he's mighty fine. Earthworm Jim, a hero for all time. Earthworm, 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 Earthworm Jim. Hooray for Jim. Ruby. That was not scripted. I genuinely remember every word of that song from childhood. Do you know who wrote and recorded that? Uh, well, very famous punk indie rock band. I mean, Oingo's got a Boingo, so I'm saying Danny Elfman because he did every other song on the planet. Do you know who voiced Earthworm Jim? Actually, so the answer to my question is you're wrong. It's Fuck. the Pixies. Shit, boy. Well, mm-hmm. you know who voices Earthworm Jim? I do not. Who? Dan Castellaneta. You know. Homer Simpson? Krusty the Clown. One-fourth of the Simpsons voice cast. If it's not fucking Hank Azera. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Because uh, he also voiced Genie in, on the Aladdin cartoon show and for the second movie when they didn't have Robin Williams come back. Because he was hanging around. No, he was uh, filming Jack or something. I don't know. Anyway, hey, okay. welcome, welcome to the podcast, buddy. It's been a minute. Yeah, I actually don't know if the pictures did it. I'm just lying. Fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking UK cunt. <laughs> that was good. You know, I'm going to find out right now. Yeah, find out who fucking did it. So we are back tonight, episode 79. We're Full talking... of fibs, you fucking fibby boy. <laughs> what, you think I'm fibbing? Like I'm just kind of fibby boy? Fucking episode 79, we're doing Scream 4. But we have a little mini celebration. Oh, yeah? What's, what's that all about, buddy? What's, what's a... uh, what, 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 what is this? Spotchka. We're Spotchka. having a snort of Spotchka. Spotchka. As uh, the Mandalorian drinks, my wonderful girlfriend, uh, Sarah Pumpkaboo, Pumpkaboo. made us uh, Spotchka for Return of the Jedi, the 40th uh, anniversary. Which we went and saw tonight. That's so. right. All right, so before we oh, drink yeah, yeah. it, Sorry. this is unofficially... This oh, is yeah? episode 79, but this is actually unofficially our 100th episode. Oh, goddamn, boy. Uh, technically 101 if we count Pumpkinhead, nope, which we no, don't. No, but what? So this Parallel is... universe. Tuss, motherfucker. That's right. Uh. So with a little bonus episodes and mini episodes and 
interviews and shit. This is the hundredth time that you and I fucking sat across from each other and fucking flapjawed about stuff. So yeah, mm. and recorded it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and recorded it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. fuck. If we were gonna start when we were supposed to start all the way back in like 2012. You no, mean, I think it was before that. I was going to be the fan ambassador. We didn't even have a cool name for you yet. It was it was 2012. Yeah, because you were at the old, old house. Yep. And uh, fuck, I think we were just going to be a, a horror movie like Marvel's Marvel Legends podcast. Yes. And video games. <laughs> we're, done most of those yeah, things. we're all over the place, man. And Star Wars and Star Wars. Yeah, man. So uh, that was crazy. Uh can't believe I stayed after the credits for Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Should have known a little better. Well, hey, before you fucking spoil it, everybody, let's get to that segment. News and stuff. Got to talk about the stuff. Man, I love that. So the only bit of news, uh, dude. That no, Jeff fuck has. you. It it is by the Pixies. Ha! Why? Okay. I guess I'm the UK con. Wow. I thought I was just pulling that out of my ass. I really didn't know. That is bizarre. Now, after finding out that fucking uh, System of a Down did not do that Zelda theme song cover after fucking Yukon Tom fucking came yeah. in here and fucked me up. No, that was Group X, I'm like second-guessing fucking everything I know. Yeah, Group X was like <laughs> this weird Armenian purity band. Well, it was a good, it's a good fucking tune. Well, yeah, I, I mean, that. that comes from the era of Napster when everything's like, Dude, this is mindless self-indulgence or corn! And it's like, it's not. Uh, well, uh, as far as news goes... Speaking of Wango Boingo earlier, Danny Elfman is alive and well. Is back. Okay, where'd he go? Uh, for Beetlejuice 2 soundtrack. Oof, okay. He's been teasing all over the internet. So now that he's given it a little substance, so I actually... Ginny Ortega's in it. I believe that it's really, really happening. Ah, There's been so many fucking fake rumors and like oh my God, deep fake fucking decade. posters and shit, dude, that's like finally they're like, I guess we'll fucking do You know it. what? Maybe Tim Burton can get his shit back together to like Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice and another cool movie that isn't the scary. It would have been cool if they brought him back to shoot scenes like for 89 Batman in the fucking oh, Flash movie. God damn, dude. How the fuck? Like, I hope we get some of those fucking, like, angles that he's fucking really, like, those so good, and, like, fucking deep down, fucking Batman way up, and he just... Right, they're like, not the camera doesn't follow him, he's just always in frame as he fucking hovers down and shit. So, I mean, you already know Tim Burton's not gonna get a fucking red penny, red cent from One that red shit. cent. <clears throat> Is that racist? The blood money? Fucking dude, did you see the new quarters? Quarters. Yeah, you know, uh, the currency, it's the coin that's equals 25 cents if you oh, get four of them. I have, seen, I have seen quarters before. All right, so, man, maybe I got one in my bag right here. There's new ones? Yeah. Fucking, I was talking about it with Sarah. I, you know, I uh, I cashed in my paycheck in quarters so I could help homeless people. Yeah, they call it nice. making it hail. That's right. Now, I don't have one on me, but fucking George Washington, they did something to him. And he looks like a straight up bitch. Really? Yeah, he looks like a fucking boner. Okay. Yeah. Like a guy with wooden teeth? Yeah, and a stupid ponytail. You know what? It's like Reggie Bannister. Uh, no, I, I, anyway, Reggie Bannister, just get rid of your fucking ponytail, homie. Just rock a power shoe. Just do it. <laughs> the old power shoe. Also, I'm done going to White Barbers. I got my hair cut. Tamika fucking killed this shit. She's giving me all these cool angular points and shit. Fuck a honky barber. Okay. I go to uh, Supercuts. 
oh. and they send me coupons. All right, all right. That's that's fucking that's how Jeff rocks. Uh so yeah, anyway, you're back on top. What else? Uh we've been to the theater quite a bit lately. The we've been theater. to fucking theater boys. What uh what we see a couple fucking weeks ago? Evil Dead Rise. With man. the man of travel. God damn, that was so What was so your what was good. your expectations coming into that? So my expectations honestly were they're not low because here's the thing, right? If you think about that franchise as a whole, um the weakest one is Army of Darkness. You know, and, and, and that is a fucking banger, dude. Yeah, something has to be at the bottom of the list that just fucking happens to be it, right? And you know what? It's bottom. I, I, I can't even say a bad Evil Dead movie because trick question, right? Uh, if that is your weakest link, you're fucking great, man. Exactly. So my expectations, I wouldn't say were low. They were just on par. I was expecting, you know, just at the worst Army of Darkness level, fucking, you know, Deadites. Um, because the remake or reboot or whatever the hell it no, was, it was a 2010 was uh, fucking excellent. So my shit was, uh, cause they were talking like, Oh dude, this is going to streaming automatically right there. I'm like, fuck, this is going to be some loveless chainsaw massacre. 2000. I mean, the Halloween's went straight to streaming. The day yeah, but they out. had a theatrical run at least. Oh, like this wasn't going to be, this wasn't going to hit theaters. This was going to go straight to streaming. Yeah, strictly. And so, uh, that's not, that's not total death anymore. Like fear street. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's VOD or like direct the video that used to be a death sentence. Right. At you Hellraiser. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. It's fucking listed here. Do we have to? Okay. Just for a second. But no, man, that movie, I didn't come in. I had low expectations because I don't know. And anyway, that's the hardest an intro can fucking go. You know what? In a fucking horror movie. Like, Jesus Christ. This doesn't spoil the movie. And if you know me, I've told you this. If you uh, if you like Evil Dead and cool shit, are we just we just going to go spoilers? Say, fuck it. I mean, you fucking know what happens, right? Somebody fucking finds a book. Somebody Whoa. fucking reads. -uh. From <laughs> no, is it Latin? Oh, it's fucking boy. ancient Sumerian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so found in human flesh, written in human blood. blood. Right, uh, man. So just that intro, you get to see a chick at the top of her head. She gets fucking scalped, like a raccoon skin hat. And you get to see a fucking deadite take a uh, drone to her fucking face, just chowder her face, and then she rips off a boyfriend's head and fucking throws it down the dock like a bowling ball. Oh my god, dude! And when so she good. rises, rises out of the lake, so do the credits. Yes. Seriously, fucking hard intro, dude. So good. And these people, fucking nothing to do with the story. Nope. That's just, uh, they're loosely tied in at the end. It's fan fucking tastic. I thought for a minute I was going to hate like all these kids because it's like, we got a DJ. It's like, fuck off. And mom's a tattoo artist and can magically afford this apartment in los angeles i mean granted this like mansion of an apartment right they split the rent with the rats and shit but you know <laughs> and then like uh it's like they, inside an old hotel and there's like a non-binary high school lisa simpson character and then an oh. adorable little daughter and let's talk about the mvp character of the fucking movie stephanie <laughs> you see you already forgot about stephanie she's the fucking mvp man we got to get on that shirt for somebody else does. It's just Stephanie. So it's a severed doll head that looks a lot like Chucky. Yeah. Uh, it's a little weird. 
on a fucking end of like a broken broom or a broom handle yep. and it's Stephanie and that like the kid little girl like she's like that's Stephanie she protects me I laugh so fucking she's giving hard. out Stephanie infections oof dude it's fucking good oof. so much fucking blood there's fucking John Carpenter thing fucking type fucking abominations yeah. uh, you know what now actually kind of thinking about this with the exception of the shining doors there this one like wasn't overly so people online i've been just losing their shit about that cheese grater scene oh yeah i was that was my old man you've seen evil dead movies you saw the evil dead remake and they show most of it in the trailer yeah it's just she she gets a little meat taken out there i thought it was she got like would have been much more fucking graphics and it's like it was gory, but, like, it wasn't overly gory. It was bloody, though, as hell. Oh, yes. It was just fucking blood out the ass. And all in all, ooh, you don't want blood coming out your ass. Uh, if you eat glass, you do. Yeah. Uh, all in all, dude, it was entertaining. You know what, man? I got, uh, oh, also. We, we were having fun fucking screaming in the theater. Oh, my God. This, yes. If you get a chance, see it in theater because the sound. Uh, oh, my God, was yeah. The, the fucking mix is so good because, like, they utilize the fucking full surround sound in the theater to really fuck with your head. It's so nice. And like, unless you got like the world's fucking best, like home theater system set up, like you really, you're doing yourself, you're not doing yourself any favors. It's an injustice, unfortunately, because like you won't be able to get that where the fucking sound is on the left behind you. And then the fucking right in front of you. And just like, it makes you, it makes it draws your fucking eyes to that part of the screen, and then there's nothing fucking happen, and then over fucking off on your periphery is fucking where something happens because the sound drew you away from it. It's so clever, it's so good. And I I haven't been to a movie in a long time. That no, they're just trying to fucking, blow your ears out, right? That really fucking utilized it, uh, fucking so well. Um, I don't know, man. I uh, I rise two thumbs up for Evil Dead Rise. Yes. And oh. Then, it, it, would you call it an elevated horror movie because it's in a high rise? It's got an elevator. I know. Oh, and this is the first Evil Dead movie without a tree rape. And just a rape. In general. <laughs> I mean, hey, Evil Dead, way to be a little progressive here. Right? You know what? They should have had a dude getting raped. I mean, <laughs> I thought that might have happened to that dude's eye hole. Ooh. <laughs> nah, man, let's talk about mom for a second. Mommy's with the maggots now. Mommy's with the maggots. I'm like, fuck, dude. Dead-eyed mommy was kind of hot. Dude, she I, fucking kind of kind I, of a smoke show. Kind of would have got it. I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> but uh, I want to stick my dick in her wounds. Let me suck that cock, pretty boy. <laughs> we got to do the remake. We, that's the only one we haven't done. Yeah, I was thinking about that. We get all our hosts back and just redo... No, no, we only need to really redo the second one because mm-hmm. there was uh, somebody's dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, is dumb. Probably redo Army of Darkness because that was that was in the COVID verse and the sound quality is all fucked because everybody's, you know. Calling in. And we thought we were going to die. It's true. You, know. you got earworms? What's going on, bud? It's true. Uh, and then uh, tonight, fucking, we saw the 40th anniversary for uh, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, man. That was fucking fun. We had a lot of fun screaming at the theater there, too. Yeah. Well, I, hey, I kind of. Were those bastards? I noticed a theme there. Man, I was weird. I was sitting. I put my drink down in the seat next to me, and I couldn't get it out. What was up with that? That was, you know, those theater seats. I was like, so what sticky. are you doing? Mind your business. So, like, I cut my hands all the time, not for attention. 
But like, I just carve my hands up at work. So I, I keep super glue with me to, you know, fucking because a band aid's not going to do shit. So I have to glue my fingers back together. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, old fucking Vietnam style. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Dog soldiers and shit. Man, that's a good movie, too. It is a good movie. Uh, Yeah. Some asshole super glued a cup into the <laughs> cup holder. Who would do that? That is fucking juvenile. You're just trying to hide it. Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Mind your business. Mind your fucking business, bitch. (laughs) And then once you get it all settled, you're like, super glue that cup. (laughs) (laughs) Then you wait until the end and bounce. Good luck. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Terry, the manager, this cup won't come out of the holder. It's fucking Excalibur over here. Whoever pulls it gets the night off. All right. So I was kind of thinking about this in my head. All right. So remember. In your mind grapes. Get your mind grapes going. Mind grapes. What the fuck is that from? 30 Rock. Ah. Tracy Morgan. Honestly, man, the whole time I wanted. I still want to see somebody do a cut of Star Wars where Tracy Morgan does Chewbacca's voice. (laughs) And you know he'd fucking do it because he's insane and awesome. Uh, what you opening? Oh, I got. So I was looking around your fridge, and you, you had some fucked up milk, and you had some purple stuff. But then I found some <laughs> fucking Sunny D vodka seltzer. Some purple stuff, man. You know what? Fuck that man, purple, that purple stuff, stuff. Man, give me that purple. What right. is it? So Sunny Delight vodka seltzer. Yeah, I want to try some. You know what? I got one in there for you. I just want to take a little sip from your can. All right, hold up. What was that? What was that shit? Uh, Rob Wicket had us fucked up on. It was, I got purple. I got grape. I can bake a cake. Do you remember that? Kind of. Okay. Rev was all about that for a minute. We're talking like a decade ago on fucking social media. Kind of. I used to do a lot of drugs. I still do, but I used to too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? My drugs are legal now, so it's okay. That's right. Oh, yeah, I remember what I was going to say before we get into this. Go for it. All right. Spider-Man No Way Home. So we had the kind of multiverse shit, you know, mm-hmm. where like you bring in elements. You get Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. You got Orange Orange Garfield. You say Orange Julius Spider-Man. You got fucking Orange Joe Spider-Man. <laughs> fucking and uh, little, little Tommy Holland. So if you could multiverse any horror franchise, you know, containing in the same franchise. Even though you could use Freddy vs. Jason as a jumping point to bring... Anyway, what franchise would you choose? I would continue with Spider-Man, and I would bring in the fucking canon Spider-Man. Well, I said horror movie, but uh, that's Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because well, I was thinking the horror... Because it was supposed to be kind of a... It was supposed to be a little horrific, right? Remember? Like, he was oh, supposed to be a, a spider. Man, spider. Yeah. yeah fucking... Uh, Old boy didn't comprehend. It was one globum globalis or whatever. Ninja three. Oh my god. So uh, yeah, he's like, dude, is he like spider man? <laughs> it's like no dog. That's man spider. It's like no, he make web come out the butt. He's spider man. It's like fucking canon man. And so there's a spider man from the multiverse. He's called Spider Men or Spiders Man. And he's like a bunch of spiders in the fucking Spider-Man suit. One million ants. What's that from? Uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, and they had like the Justice League thing and the fucking one dude is a million ants. That episode was good. Yeah, it was a good episode. Canceled. Um, so, yeah, what, what franchise would you do? 
Uh, to go into a multiverse. Here, the easy one, obviously, is fucking Evil Dead, right? Because it would mean you could see all the different ashes. We kind of have it, even a little set up with the game. where we are now uh, versus the remake and then the original series. Like you know, you could you could paint the, paint by numbers and say like, oh, these are all fucking interconnected, some sort of weird multiversal thing. Um, you know what you could even do with the Evil Dead franchise. Multiverse it with Spider-Man because it's Raimi, Bruce Campbell's in there, the Delta's in it. Right. I mean, fuck, I'm pretty sure that Necronomicon's in there somewhere. Um, If I were to multiverse a fucking franchise. You know what? I'm going to put my vest on. I'm podcasting without my fucking vest. I, you know what? I think because you kind of have it like they lend yourself a little supernatural. I would go with uh, the Leprechaun. Shut the fuck up. I think that would be no, a lot of fun. you're fired from your own podcast. The easy answer that everybody... Ah, Charlie Horse, fuck! Uh, God did that to you. God isn't real. Because God did you to me. Uh, You go Halloween, because you got three fucking timelines. You got... That's one timeline. Shut the fuck it's up. It's called the Bad Mom timeline. Yeah, no, right? that's... Or the, the ba- Casey Anthony timeline. That's the... Man, did you do porn yet? Who? Casey Anthony. I Is she not in prison? No, she like has a reality TV show or something. It's called World's Best Mom. <laughs> no, like dead serious. She has some kind of fucking stupid TV show. I and, fucking hope not. You know, I want to see like a Justice League where it's her, uh, Lorraine Bobbitt, fucking Nancy Kerrigan, and uh, Dude, Nancy Kerrigan. That shit fucking. Not uh, Tanya Harding. I'm sorry. I'll say. Yeah, played by Heather Langenkamp. That shit fucking to this day makes me laugh when like you think about like. All the fucking horrible shit in the world, and there was just one time in the fucking mid early nineties where the, all the, the fucking world's best athlete, athletes get together and fucking you got Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan are gonna figure skate for the USA gold. She's <laughs> like Tanya Harding's like oh, that bitch is gonna beat me. Hey, fucking boyfriend Joey, can you fucking uh, take a lead pipe and beat the shit out of her? fucking leg with was it real that, quick. Was that Joey Botafuco? No, that was that was uh, fucking Joey Botafuco had like that Tiffany chick or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, fucking had her beat up with a lead pipe at the Olympics at fucking yeah, at the Olympic like, arena. Yeah, she walking to her car and like jump out of the bushes and then fucking Winter Soldier comes out and cracks My her in God, the My God, dude. That, even as a kid, I was like, that is fucking morbidly fucking hilarious. I'm... I still laugh to this day. And then, and then, Larry Flint paid her money to make a porno on her wedding night with her fucking brand new husband. Wow. After after she got fucking, like, went to jail and fucking got out. Yeah, fucking. So, like, I'm not. Tanya even, Harding as a fucking, as a wedding night porno. I'm, I'm not even mad at Larry Flint because it's like, you know, if a snake bites you because you go to pet it, guess what? Idiot, you knew that it's a fucking snake. Wait, Larry Flint's going to do something sleazy? Yeah, no. Oh, God, dude, he used to do the, like, his, the shit he used to fucking do just still makes me laugh. It's like... Andy Kaufman-level shit. It was like in the 70s and fucking Jackie Kennedy at that point was Jackie Onassis fucking, yeah. like, trying to fucking, like, just live her life. And he's like, you know what would be awesome? Taking out full-page ads on the back of my fucking <laughs> penthouse magazine, offering a million dollars if anybody can provide topless photos of the widowed first lady. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. Jackie O was a smoke show, though. I'm not saying she wasn't, but it's just, it's so fucking tasteless, but hilarious at the same time. Dude. He's like, if Andy Kaufman and the Inquirer got in a car crash and then got AIDS. <laughs> We're managed by Andy Dick. 
Oof. Yeah, yeah. That's Larry Flint. (laughs) Just does some, does, did some fucked up shit, dude. Hey, uh, let's take a moment, big drink, to fucking um, Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. Cause that ruckus up in uh, the pearly gates, my dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Be the mayor of the beyond. Uh, He was the mayor of Cincinnati, right? Yes, he was. So he's your mayor. Yes, he was. He was the mayor of Cincinnati. He was fucking funny. You know what? And he kind of had Cronenberg vibes. But, like, he looked like Cronenberg. He was super smart, dude. And when we went on the show all those years ago, like, he did stand-up for, like, 30 minutes, like, kind of warm up the crowd Funniest fucking shit, dude. I'll tell Funniest you stuff. I'll tell you a story. So in Collinsville and Strong Street, um, I had a buddy that lived there. So you know, a couple houses down, he had um, what's the PC term for this? Lesbians. <laughs> and so you know, it's Jerry Springer the '90s, so it's gonna be something super tasteful. Oh. And so what they do is in the 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 green room and shit. Like, they'll feed you a script, and you kind of embellish on it. Yep. And then, like, they fucking pump you full of Red Bull. And uh, what's the powdered version of Red Bull? I Cocaine. Think it's like Colombian dancing powder. <laughs> I think Bolivian that's marching called. powder. Yeah, that's what it is. And so they get you all riled up. Maybe they give you some whiskey. And then you fucking, it's just like, ding, ding, dings. You know, Saturday nights at the fights kind of shit. Oh, yeah. They edited it out, but they would ring the they would ring a bell like a fucking, like you're at a boxing match or a fucking wrestling event. They would ring a bell, which would signify the fucking fight. So so anytime they were just like mid-talk and then like someone would fucking dive across the stage, that bell was rang in the studio. Yo, you remember that time fucking uh, Dr. Evil was on there? That was wild. I love it when he tackles. <laughs> It's it's the fucking the topic is my dad wants to take over the world. It's like Doctor Evil, and there's the fucking Ku Klux Klan guy there with his kid, and the Ku Klux Klan guy's like talking shit. Doctor Evil's like, "You were frozen for thirty years. What the fuck's your problem?" Like he's he's talking down to Doctor Evil. Then they get in the fucking fight. Doctor Evil's running away and he's screaming, "I got your hood! I got your hood!" And then he starts beating the shit out of him with a globe. He keeps going, "The world is mine!" And he just keeps fucking hitting that dude with the globe man now, is it scott evil who launches the chair at him? <laughs> yeah. it's been a minute don't talk to my dad like that dad damn dude that's the spy shagman is my favorite one uh, golden eyes good there's gold one member. thank you uh gold member has a scene that fucked me up it's where it's sexy cleopatra who is beyonce i believe mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then it's fucking so nathan lane is there and nathan foxy lane, cleopatra what i say sexy I mean, she is. She is. She's got that accent from the future, my dude. Uh, God, do you think her pussy lips are bigger than Jay-Z's mouth? Jesus Christ. What? Do they, like, interlock, like, Voltron? <laughs> Anti-lock seal. Anyway, anyway. And so, like, Nathan Lane. Stuck together like, like the fucking super-glued cup. <laughs> Yo, Jay-Z's got some big lips. Uh, don't tell him I said that. Anyway, uh, so, so. What the fuck was it? Yeah, so Nathan Lane is there. It's the classic, like, when you meet up with somebody, like, don't look at me. You turn this way, that. And so Nathan Lane's, like, mouthing all of Foxy Cleopatra's lines, and she snaps her finger in the compact, and then he just goes, ow. He, yeah. he does this, I don't know. It's just that, to me, is one of the funniest things. <laughs> mine, mine is when they're, in the beginning, shooting the movie for his Danny life. Danny DeVito is mini-me. Right, and fucking uh, Tom Cruise is uh, fucking uh, Austin Powers. And 
And then uh, fucking Mike Myers is like giving him fuck like Spielberg's the director. He's giving him pointers, and he's like, and he's like, Stephen. Now that I've seen it, uh, I have some thoughts. And fucking Stephen Spielberg turns around and he's holding an Oscar, and he goes, "Really? Because my little friend right here thinks it's just fine the way it is." <laughs> Speaking of Scientology, uh, I didn't know L. Ron Hubbard and like this dude who invented like nukes or some shit. They were all butt boys with fucking Anton LaVey. And so Scientology is based off of Satanism. Scientology is based off the fucking well, science the fiction books writings. that he fucking wrote, dude. Hey, and uh, if you want me to uh, shit all over any of your religious beliefs, go ahead and call in the hotline number. What's that number, buddy? 704-666-2814. That number one more time. 704-666-2814. If you want me to yank your Jew off the cross and burn it down. <laughs> if you want to fucking come over and open some cans. Oh, whoop ass. <laughs> on my buddy Nachos. Uh, and step on his cubes. No, I like my cubes. They're so cubical. Fucking call that number. Or just call it. No one ever yeah. fucking really wants to call it. We don't understand why. Yeah, like Blondie, just call me. Call me. Call me. Call uh, me any day or... Anyway. Not, not, I think it's a sex line. Mm. Taboo. Yeah, can't Risk do that. Care. Can't do that. So, like, do you think in Return of the Jedi, after they blew up the Death Star... All the calamarians got together and like pulled out bottles of fucking tartar sauce and shook it up like like champagne and sprayed it all over each other. <laughs> Lemon butter. Lemon butter, cocktail <laughs> sauce, <dude. laughs> rubbing cheddar biscuits on their nipples and shit. Tell me it's a trap. Oh, Tell God. me it's a trap. Oh, there's flavor. I can't I can't deflect it. <laughs> the flavor this can't deflect flavor of this magnitude oh, so dumb your taste buds can't repel flavor of this magnitude man and i'll say it goddamn i love being a turtle no uh oh man they so they made scare package too Ooh, really yeah i was trying to watch the other night but i want to play it too loud and wake up sarah so there's just one scene it's it's rad chad's revenge so it's kind of like a saw vibe there at his funeral kind of thing i'm not gonna say too much but that first one's dope. Oh, my God, dude. The first one, I think, with the exception of one segment, you know, is fucking, it's it's fun. Can you just keep your, your some of your goose? So they bring that side. back. I was kind of hammered when I watched it. But uh, so so there's a scene where this chick runs up to the coffin. It's like all this gas is spraying in the room. He go, She opens the coffin and goes, where's his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fucking... <laughs> And I think that's our segue to Scream 4, right? My girl. All right. Well, uh, fucking first up, we got to fucking patronize the Patreons. I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? What are we going to uh, uh, Let's compare com- them to Star Wars characters? I was going to say Return of the Jedi characters yeah. specifically. All right. All right. Who we got? Uh, Tom Aerosmith. Uh, I'll take this one. He is Nipe Nub, uh, Lando Calrissian's co-pilot. Okay. Okay. Does he always? He looked always looked Hispanic. Yeah, to me. he he kind of had that vibe, and I, I don't want to be that guy. But hey, Lucas is over there inventing space racism. Look at you, Watto. <laughs> oh, Andy, I saw that your mom in the slavery. Nah, the space the Jew. Even, that's what Doctor Benny Graves said. I always the said the space Armenian. But you know, he's a doctor. Eldricks of being a pixie. Jew. She is. Mon yeah, that's respectable. Okay. Yeah. How about Matt Huey? He's Manny Bothins. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, anybody out there, if you don't get that joke, fuck you. Check out yeah, Dark Horse did this mini series called Tag and Banks, and they're like the the Shakespeare characters. God. I don't know those fucking names, but they're the cats that are always in the center of the action, but they're like side characters and shit. Horatio and Cornbolius. I don't know. Hey, but if you know what we're talking about, call that hotline number. 704-666-2814. If you want to talk about Billy Shakespeare. Uh, all right. Tag and Binks is good, though. Oh, Tag and Binks is my jam. Uh, how about fucking uh, the old Tomic Scarecrow? Tomic Scarecrow? He is, he's fucking Queequay rocking the drums. <laughs> Bam, ba, da, 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 da. You know what? Sorry, I got to jump in real quick. I'll go ahead. Okay, we'll get the next one. You're up. Uh, simple touch at fucking Ben Welly. He's the Rancor Keeper. Hands down. Fat Fiji. That's that's a whole story. That's from the Sayla Satan podcast. Check that out. It's a much more successful podcast. And our buddy, Dr. Benny Graves is on. That's right. The Dr. Benny Graves. That's right. The uh, Noslin 80. Noslin 80 is Max Rebo. <laughs> How about uh, old Johnny Mitch there? Johnny Mitch, he's scalacious crumb because he does <laughs> he does that fucking laugh spot on it. So it's it's that boy can do like two voices that just who the fuck is that me or you? Shut the fuck up. Man at Travels is calling me. Fucking Coach Lingerie. Bitch, you know I'm podcasting. Call you on break. Uh, no, Johnny Mitch can do fucking Meatwad like perfectly, and he can do Salacious Chrome. How about uh, Tedis Duras? Did we just do Tedis Duras? No, we just did Johnny Mitch and the Nazlan before that. Uh, all right. So he's like the little furry bug guy that has the. Singing for Max Rebo. How about Paul Harmon? Paul Harmon, man, you know what? He's like one of those super elite Jawas that gets to kick it in fucking Jabba's palace, which I'm like, I'm looking around. No, fuck that. He's Dingar. Because Dingar's Dingar. there. Yeah. He's there. Just hanging out. And he looks like a mummy. Uh, Shane Riley, he's the stormtrooper that's missing his helmet on the fucking <laughs> fourth move of Endor. Rebel scum. Yes. Rebels come. He's... he's- Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go and then fucking Aaron motherfucking Southworth, formerly of the Horror Horror Podcast. Pending. Pending. He's the giant log that smashes into the ATST. Well, there's two of them. Yeah, that's, <sighs> he's both. You know what? Uh, he's that girthy. I, I say he's the... Um, he's the rope that drags the Ewoks. No, he's that dead Ewok. He's that dead beast that fucking Chewbacca wants to eat. <sighs> no, he's the dead beast, or the dead Ewok, because... God, you remember a thousand years ago? It was like on Facebook. It's like it's Imperial buddies. They're going back and forth. It's like, dude, remember when you killed that Ewok and his little buddy went to check on him? It's like, yeah, that was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Aaron. He's the fucking chair uh, that fucking 3PO sits on. I want to sit on him, too. Dude, I was waiting for you to say it the whole time. Dude, this striper's butt tight. <laughs> Man, I got the fucking scream costumes in the car. I know we can't get wild because it's a Wednesday night. Yes. Uh, all right. Um. Well, what else we got? Uh, let's see. Well, we will fucking go to the phones. Thrill me. 
and hear nothing because nobody fucking called in. We give you content. Amazing content. Gold. We give you gold. Pure gold. Trust me, it's the best. We give you gold. Pure gold. Everyone says it. I know. You know. We all know. He is the fucking greatest show. Second greatest podcast ever. He battles with sick kids and whatever dermological fucking goblins they scream, you know, that come out of their face. I get raped by work at work. I work on getting raped and uh, by kids. No, baby goats. Oh, oh boy. And, and the least you could do is just call <laughs> us. You never call anymore. It's like what? It's raped by work. Well, work is the name of this guy at work. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, just just My safe word is quitting time. His My uh, safe word is the fucking bird whistle from fucking It's a living. Come in. Nacho's butthole. <laughs> if he's crying and he's screaming too, <laughs> you can blow your whole load on that hole where he makes the poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just call us. Tell us how your day is, what you're wearing. If if you, how many fucking goldfish crackers you could fit in your butthole oh, yeah. while your buddy hits you in the tummy with a giant rubber mallet and sprays them all over your grandma's afghan? Maybe you fucking just fucking, you know, take a clothes hanger and fucking let it sit in a stove for a while and stick it in your buddy's asshole slow like. Ooh! If you've cauterized a cesarean scar with a curling iron, you know, guys, you have stories. Tell us. You you guys have to be way funnier. Than maybe us. you maybe you put your nuts, just your nuts, on the fucking corner of a dresser and hit them shits with a spike bat. Like, like wow, wow. If if you think, um, yo, what May twelfth at the uh, goddamn I can it's the place that's like connected to the heavy anchor in St. Louis. They're doing uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man one and two, the Arcadian, at a boy. Because, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm I'm going. I know that. It's like 10 bucks. That's what the Iron Man is just so good. Those are fucking some pretty good movies. Part two is pretty good, too. Um, Well, eh, what else we got? We're kind of like a Japanese body In, whore. D- industrial body whore. Yeah. And I mean. Dude. Yeah. I saw this fucking movie that the fucking internet told me not to watch. What so I it? watched it. What was it? A Serbian film. Oh, yeah. It's that family movie. Have you fucking seen that? Uh, wow. Yeah, I know the whole, you know. I don't fucking want to talk about it, but Jesus Christ. Let's talk about it on our first break. Yeah, I don't, don't see it. Let's just fucking, I'm going to tell you, don't fucking watch it. It's it, not a good fucking horror movie. It's not a good anything. It's like the human centipede. It's, it's just fucking way worse than that. It's like. It's fucking exploitation to the max. It's lame exploitation. Uh, oh, it's fucking no good. All right. Um. Uh, so when, where was the first time you saw this movie, Nachos? Scream 4. This is the only Scream movie I never saw in theaters. Same. Yeah, same. Fucking I, I had Family Video. I had low expectations. I rented it from Family Video, too, and I watched it at the Atomic Scarecrow's house because I also watched, rented it with this movie called, like, Muckman or Trashman or something about this dude that lives in the sewer and mutates into poop. <laughs> or something. I don't know. It wasn't great. Obviously, I'm talking about Scream 4 tonight. Sure that's not Chet from Weird... You just weren't watching Weird Science? Shut up, butthead! 
Uh, yeah, same thing. I was doing laundry at my mom's house because we always watch screen movies together. Is that what you call anal? No, my my wife was there. Oh, yeah, she was holding the anyway. And, that's a lame uh, joke. Yeah, it was uh, same thing. Kind of had low expectations after three, but uh, that was all fucking wiped away. This is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Directed by motherfucking Westifer Craven. Westifer fucking Craven. The West West Craven. The Westliest of the West. That's right. Uh, so we're fucking going to do the cast and crew All and right, then yeah. fucking uh, take a quick break. Suck some dick. <laughs> yeah. So right now it's time to meet our casualties. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Taste the goblins. Taste the burger flavor. Taste the burger flavor. <laughs> Want some spotchka, my dude? Yo, pour me some. Pretty good spotchka. Shut the fuck up! Xylophone! Fuck! The first day? Jesus, kill yourself! Mmm, bitch! Not you, buddy. Alright, so... <laughs> first up, we've got fucking... One-time WCW heavyweight champion of the world! No way. Fucking David Arquette as Dewey Riley. Oh, yeah. No, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. We've got fucking Neve Nev Campbell. It's Nev. As Sydney. Why Prescott. is it so hard for people to say that? I like how they always fuck it up, dude. Clinkety, As uh, fucking Sydney Prescott. To Sydney Prescott. Of course, she's in fucking all kinds of screen movies. Probably, fuck, maybe my favorite final girl. I don't know. Courtney Cox Arquette, last time she goes by that name here. Ooh, yeah. Well, she went by Coconut Monkey Bangs in the last movie, but... She's uh, in Scream 6. Spoilers. We've got Emma Roberts. Is that Eric? Jill Roberts. So is she Eric Roberts' daughter, or is she, like, Gina Davis's no relation? I thought... I thought she was... Is she she not fucking Julia Roberts' daughter? Uh, I think she's her niece. And it's Eric Roberts' daughter. <laughs> Did you watch The Righteous Gemstones? I haven't seen it. Man, so Eric Roberts is... That show's fucking so good. Anyway. Her parents, Eric Roberts and Kelly Cunningham. Any relation to... Sean! No, because it's Cunningham, not Cuntingham. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she was in Blow. Was she, like, 10? Yeah, she's Johnny Depp's little girl. Oh, fuck, I guess she was 10. <laughs> Uh, we got Hayden Pantier as Kirby Reed. Save the cheerleader. Save, save the, the world. world. Yeah, she was in and Heroes. Then I quit watching it. Uh, Rory Culkin as Charlie Walker. He's in uh, b- 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 Signs. Fuck that movie. Like won an award for it. It's the only movie I've ever walked out on. <sighs> Stick around, buddy. You should be on The Horrible Whore. <laughs> fucking movie sucks. Hey, did you hear on The Horrible Whore? Guess what won the fucking... Night of the Dribbler? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got to we gotta go in and do something for it. It should. Uh, it's actually fucking one of the Culkin Scott, brothers, too. Yeah, he's Scott, he was in Scott Pilgrim. He is in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And so is Eric Knudsen, uh, who plays Robbie Mercer. Also in Scott Pilgrim. Who the fuck was he in Scott Pilgrim? Uh, he bitch? He, he's the... What's his fucking name, dude? Um, well, that's why I asked you. Uh, it's like the fucking dude who like always fucking flops everybody's house and shit. That's like every character in the movie. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, Anthony Anderson is Anthony Perkins. Fuck Bruce Willis. Scary Movie 3. 
man, fuck that movie. Uh, so there was Hollywood buzz for a minute that he was like a kid fucker or something. Yeah, that was you. You kept saying that. No, it was a thing. And you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad he's not. Yeah. I always liked Anthony Anderson. Yeah, his show Blackish was fucking hilarious for a while, dude. Uh, I didn't see it because I don't see colors. That's what it was mm. called, Blackish. Oh. Had Michael Cole on it, dude. He was the fucking best. Then he left and it kind of just fell off, fell off. What, because he wasn't black enough? That's racist. I just love Michael Cole, dude. He's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, that's Birdman. Uh, Marley Shelton as Judy Hicks. She's Debbie w- Lemon Square! Right. Wendy Pfeffercorn from The Sandlot. And fucking Old Girl from Valentine. That's true. Uh, and Nico Tortorella as Trevor Sheldon. He's a dick and he wasn't in much. Oh, the boring dude? Yeah. Who invited you, Trevor? Seriously, dude, Trevor? What's, like, the opposite of MVP? Trevor. Trevor. <laughs> he sucks. He doesn't do anything cool, and he's about a bitch. Dude, he sucks. He's fucking can't stand him. Uh, this is released in April of 2011. Um, not not a lot of good horror movies. Don't get me wrong. There are the one, the few that are like in here. Drag me fucking back. Hell was not, go, go ahead, buddy. What you got? Uh, you got your next. Hey, that was good. Cabin in the Woods. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. That one was real good. Dude. Sorry, I let you got. Sorry, you got bitten by a werewolf in the world. <laughs> They're making a prequel to that. Really? Well, they sure as fuck can't make a sequel. <laughs> I'm down, dude, because I came in with that. And then, like, I got super pissed about 30 minutes in. I was like, wow, I've seen this stupid fucking movie before. Like, yeah, you, you thought it was going to be Kmart fucking, fucking Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, it they just totally pulled fucking took out. a left turn. I was like, oh, my God, this is good. And on top of that, they totally end it with, like, my favorite Nine Inch Nails song. Uh, One of them. George Romero's Dead Time Stories. Oof. The second. Uh, there's part one and two. Uh, the second segment in the first film with like the mermaids, that shit's okay. Mm-hmm. Keep going, Buster. Uh, Fright Night remake. It was a movie. Yes. Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> you ever see that? Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, that is fun. Uh, the thing, which is actually a prequel, just also happens to be called the thing. Oh well, let's let's save that. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was there. Yeah, it's it's all right. It's not a terrible movie. It's solid six. Uh, human Centipede 2. That's where... I told... You know the Human Centipede 2 story, right? Mm-mm. Well, our listeners probably do, but guess what? Our new ones don't. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> like, we have those. So, uh, this is way back when... Uh, at the Counselor Shack. It's what I called uh, living in my parents' basement. Anyway. So, it's like four in the morning. I'm drunk. Shocker! Are you and, raping uh, me? yeah well that's a story for a different judge (laughs) so uh i'm downstairs and i'm watching human centipede to centipede centipede to um opposed to person millipede anyway so uh there's a part where this woman gets clubbed in the head and she she's like dead but she's pregnant and so she escapes um, and anyway, she's, she, she gives birth in the car and her newborn slides under the gas pedal. And so this chick fucking slams like, fuck this baby. Mommy's got to survive. Slams on the gas pedal, smushes the fucking baby's head. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. My dad just got off of work. My dad works insane hours, murdering hookers in St. Louis. Uh, <clears throat> He's a house painter doing 
He's a house painter. He paints working, houses. Working, yeah, with <laughs> paint and the ability to do it. And so he comes running downstairs. I go, blah, 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 blah. he's like, what, what? And I hand him up, hand him an airplane bottle. I'm like, rewind, watch this. It's so same shit, same everything. He's like, holy shit. I was like, I know, right, dude? Wakes mom up. <laughs> she comes downstairs because mom's the, JJ's the fucking warden. Oh, I got to show you a picture. We ran into fake JJ last night. Nice. Oh, it's good. So anyway, she comes downstairs, all Yosemite Sam. What the fucking? My dad goes, honey, shut up. Watch this. She's like, and so I hand her a shot too. It's so, see, and she goes, that's fucking fucked up. See, so horror movies and alcohol brought a family together that it's true. night. It's true. I wasn't there, but... And then we had a gangbang. We dug up the neighbor's dog and just fucked it stupid. What? Oh, you thought we weren't going to talk about dead dogs? Ha! Every time. I fall for it. Uh, all right. Hellraiser Revelations <laughs> was also... Yo, this- was that the one with him... No. Oh, no, no, no. That one, that one's, it's got Psycho Manus in it or whatever. That one's kind of okay. No, I think this is the one before that. I think this is, pretty sure this is the one where. Oh, my God. They, like, the just had found to, footage in Mexico. I think so. Like, they just had to make it to just to keep the rights or some shit. I could be wrong. Something. All the like fucking names what? of the Hellraiser movies after four sound alike. So, I had, might have the dates wrong. Did you check whatever. out the one that was on Hulu? I still yeah, that new it. one. Yeah, was it any good? Yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, it's gory, right? Except for I've never heard you speak about it. It's just I talked about it like the day I watched it, like the week it came out or whatever, like the whenever that was a year ago. I think last year, or whatever. I think, yeah, I think it, was, it was this February. Ooh, I think. But it's just it was no it was last February. It's not two months old. It's a year old. Last February, but it's just I gave uh, you AIDS. It was really slow. What are you talking about? So, uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, so The Howling Reborn. Stop. Uh, three Howling movies. Can't say needed to get made. One Howling movie needed to get made. Yeah. It's called The Original. It's great. Joe Dante. Two survives on the merits of his title alone. Oh, my God. And it's insane. And that synth rock song and Christopher Lee's in it. God damn, we got to do that. Is it three of the marsupials? marsupials. Uh, Oh, you know what? Fuck that. Freak Show one's pretty cool. Is that the one with the castle? No, there's like six of them in a castle, and then there's a Twilight knockoff, and I'm out. All right. Uh, And then last, certainly not least, this fucking movie actually really could. Final Destination 5. Oh, man. So I heard my wonderful girlfriend told me they're making another. Final Destination? Yeah. Okay. I just, what I... I mean, five was more of the same, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. If you're you know a fan. what, but that twist what, at the end. What's was the weakest installment? I'm saying, I'm saying four is the weakest four. installment. Yeah, because they're like, oh man, racist, uh, fucking. Because one was, it's it, you know the, an original. Two oh was more of one. Three fucking introduced everybody to fucking be scared of uh, roller coasters. Man, three is the most Rube Goldstein device ass motherfucker. And the best thing <laughs> you've heard me say it a hundred times. Goddamn, I love being a turtle. No, uh, <laughs> it's a uh, 
they if you get it on DVD or whatever, you can like you know it's not quite a choose your own adventure. Kind I have of it. Shit. I have it. Man, we should do a live stream of that. Yeah. yeah. It, fucking special features out the ass, like interactive menus and shit. God, back when New Line, like, gave a fuck. Uh, but five, dude. You're just watching, and you're like, okay, it's just, oh. it's, it's okay. It's, you know, it's a solid six. And then you get to the fucking end, you you're like. You've seen solid six. You, you seen my wiener or something? Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's bent like a horcrux, dude. I, I gave Harry Potter a fucking cock stamp when he was a baby. Are horcruxes bent? You know what a horcrux is? You don't know what a horcrux is. Yes, I fucking do. What do I got a boogie? What's up? <laughs> what is a horcrux? A horcrux is fuck your mama. No, it's that thing. Fucking the dude with no nose. We don't say it. But why the fuck? Like, why didn't they beat him up when he was growing on the back of that dude's head? Anyway, so it's the magic. It's Castlevania two, bitch. You get all the shit, and then you put them together, and then he lives through them or something stupid like that? Kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Why why are they bent? I don't understand why you think they're bent. No, it's the lightning bolt tattoo on his face is bent because I cock slapped it because I got a crooked dick. It's called the joke. Anyway, Final Destination. It's not a good joke because fucking nobody knows what you're talking about. Final Destination 5. If they've seen my dick, they know. Solid fucking twist ending. Very fucking enjoyable. I liked it a lot. How to watch VHS Tubi? Uh, Fucking last. This is on VHS. I believe it's the last time. It was 2011. They were still making VHSs then. Yeah, it's definitely the last scream on VHS. Yes, yes. Uh, And then DVD and Blu-ray, both uh, single releases. There were no, Um, uh, no fuck. There's no fucking like uh, collection. Scream Factory. Well, yeah, because it's by a different company. There's also no DVDA version, sadly enough. Um, I would love a fucking collection of fucking... You know, let Screen Factory swoop in and... You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there wasn't a VHS. I could have swore I used to see it on the fucking shelves. I guess maybe there isn't one. You should probably kill yourself. Mm. My bad. Wait, isn't it National Suicide Awareness Month? Maybe I should stop saying that. No, it's on VHS. Yeah, you can get it on fucking Amazon. It really is on fucking VHS. How much? Eight dollars. It's also on Tubi right now. So okay, fucking yeah. All right, I'm not fucking crazy. I mean, you are. Uh, man, hold up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, sorry. I'm like looking at pictures of fucking screen for VHS is fucking not crazy. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back after how, a word from our sponsor. How do they know if it's quick? This is Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. And when you're not stuffing your face with delicious andouille, make sure to listen to the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. I can tell by these boys' voices that they've got big kielbasas. Goddamn right we do, Abe Froman. I just you're tr- fucking right. He sounds like a guy you can trust. All right, so it's time to fucking horse around with some maniacs. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. Is it me? <laughs> it's certainly, certainly not the other guy. Uh, so, uh, the tagline for this movie is new decade, new rules. So I, uh, applied that methodology to our script here and it's fucking been all over the place. Everyone's like chat GPT, chat GPT. So I asked chat GPT, the AI to write me a summary of fucking a review for scream four. Uh, and I had it do it like 30 times in a row. So that it would learn more and more about the fucking movie. 
So this this script is brought to you by uh, Chat GPT. I haven't fucking see. This is what you get when you hang <laughs> out with Coach Lingerie too fucking much. Haven't fucking I haven't read it myself. So we're gonna see uh, how it works. Uh, so starting out, and I just, dude, I this probably is the best intro to any Scream movie thus far. Okay, and it's fucking. They start out and it's two girls fucking one cup. Uh, they you know it's like your standard fucking fair fucking ghost face calling fucking shit like that, and people start to get fucking murdered. And uh, and then the fucking credits, you know, the intro fucking credit comes, and it's actually fucking stab six. All right, and it's like fuck yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? The intro to Scream Four. Do you not? No, you- I remember because there's like three fake outs. Yeah, well, just two. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's like, oh, stab six. So then it fucking, it turns out that actually it's two girls watching the intro to stab six. And they're talking about how they fucking, the yeah. stab movies, they used to be good, but they fucking all kind of suck now. There's and it's time like, travel and they go to space. and It's Gap Tooth and fucking. It's fucking um, Anna Pacquiao and Pac-Win. fucking Paquin, whatever. Pac-Win. Yeah, that's a that's the that's the, fi- that's the MMA guy. <laughs> it's fucking Snooky Stackhouse. And fucking Kristen Bell, yeah, Princess Anya from fucking Frozen, who are watching. Really? It. Yeah, I didn't know that. And uh, yeah, the the electricity bitch from Heroes. Yeah, that's right. And they're fucking talking about the stab movies, and then fucking uh, old Gap Tooth fucking Rogue runs her yap. Fuck these movies. They're fucking not real good. Fucking, there's no surprises. It's all fucking been done. And fucking Kristen Bell's like, really? She fucking stabs her in the fucking stomach. She's like, did you see that coming? Now shut the fuck up and watch the movie. And honestly, if we any of our listeners out there are uh, destroy the brain fans or members, that's ammo for you right there for the intro. That's fucking so good. And then cut to ching ching. It's actually that's the intro for Stab 7. And now we're inside the fucking movie. It's a movie within a movie. It's fucking excellent, dude. Yeah, the first two girls are Sher- Sherry and Trudy and then Trudy. That's Stab 6. Trudy. And Rachel and Chloe are watching Stab 7 and then we get to inside of the actual fucking screen movie and it's Jenny and Marnie. Marnie. Which what the fuck? Fucking they're watching Stab 6 into Stab 7 and they're talking about it and then like you hear it later on, dude, but like there's no fucking explanation for this. They fucking the the girls in this movie call her Marnie the Carney. Thank you. Thank you. What the fuck is up with that, dude? Well, I mean, we're assholes. You know what? It looks like your mic thing's about ready to fall off the table. That's good. You want me to scooch? No, you're good. Don't uh, touch nothing. Don't touch a goddamn thing. No, I mean, so like, you know, we're bastards and we do rhyme schemes and shit. I mean, fuck, that's that's classic. If I ever had children, put to sleep. Uh you always got to think of the rhyme scheme of the name. Sure. Like, you know, my last name's McWerewolf, so... <laughs> anyway. It, it lends itself to jokes. Right. But, like, they don't jokingly call her Marnie the Carney in, like, a nice way. No, like, it's a later derogatory. On, yeah, it's, like, super fucking shitty. Like, oh, Marnie the Carney, what the fuck does she want? So, anyway. Yo, and they're like, oh, she's the dumb blonde with big tits, and she's like, I have an IQ of 130. Five. So okay, so that's that's Jenny. So Jenny's pranking Marnie, and 
and uh, she even got that Ghostface app, dude. Yeah, it's so good though, because like eventually, fucking Ghostface calls and Ghostface caller. <laughs> And dude, he says some of the best shit, dude. I I always praise it in fucking every episode. I love the fucking dialogue in the screen movies. And they really fucking Wes really brings it back here. Wes and fucking Aaron Kruger. Yeah. He did rewrites, I believe. Uh he did the script. The fucking Weinstein uh pieces of shit had a bunch Raped of rewrites. The done. script. Um yeah. anyway. Re-raped uh, rewrote the script. They had fucking like they after the fucking PG fest of Scream Three, I get like, it. I get what you had to do, but Ghostface is not fucking around, and it's like, you know, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, hang up with me again, and I'll fucking cut your neck until I feel bone. And it's like, god damn, dude, like that's some fucking I'm gonna gut you like a fish kind of fucking shit, dude. Like I like that line a lot, and Ghostface says some awesome fucking shit in this movie and that's one of my favorite ones i'm gonna cut your neck until i feel bone damn dude no nah, he, slow ta- down talking about reaching down the front of his pants so according to chat gpt uh jenny pranks marnie and she is killed uh jenny is then threatened over the phone by the voice and uh he says no 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 no, that's no. my movie and marnie was in it but she got cut her part got cut or she's on the cutting room floor or something and uh like you're that. just the Fucking dumb blonde with big tits, and we're about to have some fun. She's like, I got a 135, I got a 4.0 GPA and 135 IQ, asshole. All right, automatically, and I feel like this is a very Andrew Tate-ish vibe. If you need to start your conversation with your fucking IQ, eh, fuck off. With how smart you are, fucking to prove something. Yeah, are you going to use fucking math to stop a neck uh, knife from coming in ya? I mean, she ain't fucking bad looking, though. I will fucking give her that. Uh, Ghostface... Oh, hold up. I think this is one of the few times the teens actually look like teens. Uh, yes, they do. They very much do. Uh, chases her all, all, all through the house, which is very reminiscent of, like, fucking Rose McGowan. Oh, I, yeah, like, Scream. Have like you fucking, ever heard of this movie? Like, Tatum. Like, even to the point where, like, when she runs to the garage, you're almost like... You got like it happens so fast, but you like want to get a quick look. Like, is this fucking Tatum's house? Oh, like, wait a minute! I remember this whole exchange because it's like, oh, I'm getting creeped by Stalker Boy, and he's like, you know, what are you wearing? I'm gonna slit your throat. And then it's well, that's like, the beginning. Yeah, that's the intro to Stab Six. Oh, fuck! See, dude, I'm already. She's like, I'm, that's that's Channing Tatum. Taint yum <laughs> from his Abercrombie days. Anyway, fucking Marnie meets her demise. And then we get the fucking official Scream 4 fucking intro, letting you know you're no longer inside the Stab movies. Thank um, you. It has been 10 years since the events known as the Wood- Woodsboro Massacre, and Sydney Prescott returns to her hometown as one of the stops on her new book, The Last Tour. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, she has written a book called Out of Darkness, where she has reinvented herself as no longer the victim. We are also introduced uh, to her cousin, Jill. Jill. Man, Jill is intense. And she's little. What do you clock her in at? She's probably, what, five uh, foot, maybe she's, five one, probably weighs 89 pounds. Right. She's tiny as shit. She, she's like Tinkerbell sized. <laughs> but we don't we don't see Nev Campbell right away. We don't see Sydney right away. Instead, we we are introduced to Jill, uh, Kirby, and their friend Olivia. And I love fucking Kirby because she's this fucking really hot 
like nobody's mad at Kurt. Popular fucking chick, but she's just she fucking fits in with everybody, right? She could just be the friend to anyone. And I love her. She's fucking driving down the street to pick up everybody for morning fucking high school. High school. And she's fucking <clears throat> just blasting some fucking speed metal. And she fucking drives by his fucking Dewey's house. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's this fucking corny ass line, dude, because she's fucking clearly doing like 60. He goes, 25, stay alive. Dude, okay, because this scene starts with it's uh, Sheriff Dewey, not mm-hmm. Deputy Doofy, mm-hmm. in bed. And he wakes up to a phone call. Uh, and it's, I don't know, something. Somebody got murdered or some shit. And then the fucking... No? Not yet, no. They don't find out that the murder till a little later. They're going They're going to around to clean up town because all the ghost face... Right. ...memorabilia is hanging because it's the it's the 10-year anniversary That's of the right. original murders. And so his ringtone is Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> it's Axel Foley's theme. <laughs> so yeah, they show up in town. It's fucking Deputy Lemon Squares. Not there yet. No, because first, go ahead, boss. She pick uh, Kirby picks up Jill and fucking uh, Olivia, and they talk about fucking uh, how they've all gotten like weird ghost face calls and shit. And yeah. then she's like, "Yeah, I got a weird one from Marnie." And Olivia's like, "Marnie the Carney." That's right. What does she want? And it's like, shut the fuck up, man. That's so mean. And you never find out why she's called Marnie the Carney. Are you picking your teeth with a fucking knife? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ten this much? No, I clean this shit like every day. I just opened a toy with it. Yeah, your point? And you just fucking clean your teeth. Anyway, uh, so they're they're all getting like threatening fucking phone calls from Ghostface. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's just an app and this and that. By the way, uh, Trevor called me last night. Oh, by the way, it's not an app because I've looked several times. I know. Unless you're from the Screen 3 universe. I fucking want it to be an app. And they're like, Trevor. Oh, so Trevor, I guess, was dating Jill and he cheated on her. Which fucking lends itself to a great line. And Trevor is such a fucking boner. I hate this fucking This dude, what? Why is he here? What is he doing this movie? He sucks. He's not scary. He's not cute. He's just a tall... He's just there to suck up air out of the room. Yeah, exactly, dude. He He's... He's got a giant fucking head. He's a dum-dum. Yeah. He should practice death. So the kids go up to school. They're like, oh, it's the fucking anniversary of Ghostface. By the way, fucking the angel of death. My cousin's in town. And Yeah. Jill's like, I don't really know her. She's super famous, but we fucking... Our side of the family doesn't really talk to her. It's like, oh, okay. So at the same time, uh, fucking Dewey's downtown meeting fucking... Deputy Lemon Squares. Yes, Deputy Lemon Squares, who is Catherine Hicks. That's no, right. No, no, not Catherine. Uh, well, it's Judy Hicks. Judy Hicks. Judy Hicks. Who, uh, well, she, she's just fun. She's just fun. And, man. She's a little smoke show. She wants some dew drops, oh, if you know what I'm dude. saying. It's not I, subtle. She's like, come on, Deputy, or Sheriff, have some of my Lemon Square. You can eat one of my Lemon Square. Or you can eat my Lemon Square. <laughs> Wow! Wow! It's like it's not you're not cheating on your life. You eat my lemon square, and she's like, he's like, well, I would be cheating on my diet because fucking Dewey's just a cornball, dude. Dude. Also, a very incompetent sheriff. We'll get to that later. I'm, though. He goes fucking hard in like five, where he's just like fucking whoa. like just jaded and like just oh. well prepared. But one one through four, he he's kind of suffering. He has optimism he's you could tell that dewey's still a good guy i mean he's always a good guy but so there's this scene where they're pulling down all these ghost face uh 
like torso, giant mass decorations yeah. and shit. And I think one of the cops or like a deputy or the mayor or somebody says like, there's a shark in the water. No, that's uh, Jaws. Uh, <laughs> it, so it's like, what's wrong with these kids? And it's like, what, what, yesterday's tragedy is today's comedy. Well, that's a classic equation. He says uh, uh, one generation's tragedy is another generation's joke. Joke. A uh, yuck, yuck, a uh, boner, uh, you know. <laughs> Too much ha-ha, pretty soon boo-hoo. And so that's a classic equation, you know, time plus tragedy equals humor, right? And that's when you he... You know, did. just like 9-11, which you obviously forgot about. <laughs> I fucking remember it like I remember Harambe <sighs> and the Alamo. Uh, so then he gets the fucking hey, phone. that reminds me of a really funny Shut racist up. joke. My God. Okay, tell it. No, I'm not you. <laughs> I'm going to say those words. I don't say those words, but uh, I repeat them if they're in the dialogue. I son, tonight we're African Americans. That's the punchline. Uh, so he gets his call. The fucking go to Marnie the Carney's house because it's a fucking. It's real bad, Sheriff. It's real fucking bad. Um, so everybody fucking heads over there, and in the meantime, the kids show up in school, and we are introduced to fucking. Um, oh my god, dude, this kid is so annoying. What's this little fuck? Uh, we fucking meet, uh, what's his fuck? It's Robbie, Char- Robbie Charlie Mercer. Charlie and Robbie Mercer. Yeah, Charlie Walker and Robbie Mercer. Yeah. Who, uh, are, are the Randys. Oh yeah, double dipping. Of this fucking, of this movie, and Team Robbie, Randy. Robbie, basically, he records his. Whoa, hold up, boss. Maybe it's a Randy and a Stu situation. Yeah, I think they're both Randys. But if you think of like that era, eh, fuck it, whatever. Anyway, Steve yeah, Team Randy, aficionado like Randy was, and these these guys are big horror movie buffs. Anyway, uh, Robbie is fucking like he records his fucking life, basically Wait. like live streams his entire fucking high school experience with like this camera, like basically like an early GoPro. Okay, we like, who the fuck would want to watch that? We need to talk about this. Okay, do you remember Halloween Resurrection? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember their, fondly. Remember their cute little headgear wasn't a big deal. Probably uh, their camera was the size of a tube of lipstick. Yes, chapstick, if you will. Uh, your dog's penis. Mm-hmm. I carry a lot of dogs' penises around. Yeah, and it doesn't taste as good. Anyway, so it's just this tiny little head cam thing, and then you look at fucking uh, Robbie's ginormous ass surveillance camera is sarah fucking 1989 <laughs> fucking like cinnabite shit jutting out the side <laughs> of his head and it's not subtle i mean it's what, what, what would you even describe the size of it's like a candy bar i don't i don't i don't fucking know it's big a vhs uh, it's big it, it big old. anyway and he's his his Live stream YouTube channel or whatever is called Hall Pass with Robbie Mercer. Super obnoxious. And that's me saying that. So then they all fucking go to class. Oh, the whole time he's just like, hey, run around the hall with blah, 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 blah. It's like, what's, what's your, your favorite, favorite scary, scary movie? movie? And it's just like, shut Kirby's like Bambi. And so they're fucking sitting in class and uh, teacher's fucking trying to teach. And all of a sudden, fucking. How dare they? Phones go off and he's like, put them away, guys. And then they're fucking like, uh, no, somebody Jenny does. and Marnie, the carny, just got fucking stabulated. Stab- stabbed a whole bunch. And fucking. Of course, fucking Robbie doesn't miss a beat. He like turns fucking camera's like, this is Robbie Mercer with Hall Pass. What's your favorite scary movie? And everyone's like, fuck you. Oh, so a scene prior to that that's uh, Jill. 
and Kirby and I'm going to say Olivia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so they're doing the classic locker thing, and it's the close the locker, and there's Trevor. Trevor's big ass fucking fucking just this ghoulish tampon. This I fucking like, soggy con- turd. Like, somebody cares about you over here. Somebody who cared about you once. Somebody who once loved. Shut the fuck. Up, you just want to make sure you're okay. It's like, shut up, douchebag. Yeah, fucking chumpian. <sighs> fucking can't and then I and, hope you get shot in the head. And head. <laughs> and so then fucking Robbie comes up and he's like, Oh, hey, welcome to Hall Pass. What's your favorite scary movie? And he goes, Roar! I'm scary. And I'm like, Fuck. He like, off. Tries to fucking punch him like fucking <laughs> daisy confused. <laughs> yeah, and whatever. I mean, See, this is why we need bullies in society. I fucking hate Trevor. Anyway, yeah. Cut to fucking Sydney now, who's fucking arrived in town for her book signing, and uh, we also find out that Gail is trying to reinvent herself like Sydney and write her own fucking uh, fiction novel, and that's not going real well. So Gail shows up just to meet Sydney at the fucking book signing and say ha ha hi and fucking you give know a bunch what? of ha ha hugs. This is one of the very few moments. And oh, I think it's the only movie where nobody swings on fucking Gale. You almost think that Gale's going to fucking swing on the fucking assistant at some point. In time. Right. Oh, yeah. She verbally takes her down a peg. That's Andy's for motherfucking boobs. sure. Uh, so uh, during the book signing, uh, fucking uh, Sheriff Dewdrop shows up with fucking Deputy Lemon Squares. Oh. I refuse to call her anything but Deputy Lemon Squares. And uh, it's, there's fucking great lines here. She's the fucking assistant's like, I'm trying to I'm trying to run a fucking book event here, Sheriff fucking or Barney Fife. And he goes, It's a police event now. It's like right, so, sorry to bust up your party, Sid, but we tracked we tracked is, a killer's phone to this location. This is Allison Bree mm-hmm. from uh the community fame and uh glow and Ooh, glow's good. I don't know. I mean, her boobs might hang out in that show. I don't know. But the fucking... Oh, who's that fucking twat? Mark Marin. I don't like that guy. I like Dr. Benny Graves, but I don't like Mark Marin. But anyway. Not sure how the two are related, but all right. Well, Dr. Benny Graves Jewish, and so is Mark Marin. So is Goldberg. Yeah, out of nowhere. Who saw that coming? <laughs> and so, uh, anyway... <laughs> No, uh, Allison Brie uh, d- from Community Fame. I will always know her as Annie. She's such a shitty cunt in this movie. Oh, th- th- that's why it's so fun. It's against character. Uh, I'm trying to run a book event here, Barney Fife. It's a police event and now. And she says some nasty shit. And I fucking love Dewey. Again, just not the fucking world's best cop. Hey, dude, Because fucking <laughs> Gail's there, and he, he's like... So there's a bunch of fucking kids and a couple of them just got killed and we tracked the killer's phone here and that's all I can tell you. The rest is need to know. And fucking Gail's like, and I'm not need to know. And like fucking deputy fucking Hicks is just constantly inserting herself uncomfortably. But it's just like, what do you mean the rest is need to know? You just told me some kids were murdered. The killer's been fucking tracked here. Really feels like that's all there is to know. It feels like you know what I know. There is an exchange in the police station. That's kind of fucking everything. That's later. That's fuck. That's so money. Continue. So uh, they fucking tracked the phone by just calling it. 
You know, I think this is one of the few screen movies where nobody clones a phone. So fucking Dewey's on the fucking, like, calling the, the killer's phone, and it's ringing. Somehow they're inside the bookstore, and they hear it outside, and... Simpler times. They fucking friend. hear it coming from this car, and then, of course, Nev Campbell is just like... It's a rental. Dewey, that's my rental. And it's like, stand back, Sid, and they fucking pop the trunk, and it's the bloody phone and a knife and a whole bunch of fucking bloody fucking Out of Darkness Sydney Prescott books. And they're like, all right, it's officially a crime scene. Lock it down. (laughs) It's goofy. Okay. Where's the need to know part? Everybody's fucking here now. (laughs) Like, right. It's, it's no subtle. I mean, the whole town, how is this investigation not already compromised? All right. So Dewey intends to find out what is going on. As the word quickly spreads like wildfire across town. Of course, we've got Gail Weathers, who gets her old spark back in an effort to be in the spotlight again, intends to investigate what has happened. I cut to a scene earlier. She's trying. She sees Sydney's success with her book kind of thing. And so it's her sitting down in front of her fucking iMac or macaroni and cheese or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and she's typing, you're like, Gail Weathers and blah, 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 whatever the fucking book's name is. And she's like, I have no idea what the fuck to write about. <laughs> one generation's tragedy is the next one's joke. She's so fucking like Gail. I'm all I'm fucking team Gail for sure in this one. And, and she, you know what? She got rid of those fucking. Yeah. After the pantsuits in the fucking first movie and the, the fucking streaks neon, of the second one in the neon tragedy <laughs> that is scream three. She looks like a fucking neon hot dog. Uh, what did Ben say? What I say, like a hot dog's neon green or red? Ah, fuck, what do I know anyway? You can just <laughs> tell she fucking hates her fucking domesticated fucking police wife life. Yeah. Like, she hates Dewey in this yeah, one. Which, com- which lends itself well from the real life because they were in the middle of a divorce. Well, you know what, dude? It's like, yeah, because Dewey is frustrated with his job and come home, comes home and beats her. Wait. I'm pretty I, sure. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure she's the one doing the beating. Yeah, for real, though. Uh, so... They go to the police station where uh, Dewey is like interviewing Sydney, right? She's not a person of interest, which is weird because at this point it's like, kind of feels like you should be. I mean, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, continue. Sort of should be. So fucking Gail tries to interrupt. <laughs> Knock it on the door, and Judy or uh, Lemon Square is just standing guard. Dude, she's so she's. Which I she's, mean, she's she's doing her job, but she's. So cunty about it, dude. So what? Uh, what is it's like? She said the kid in class who's like, "Oh, teacher, you forgot to sign this homework." Kind of shit, dude. It's like, uh, what is it? She's like, "Look, Judy, I know you bake my husband tasty little treats, and I'm fine with that." Ah, oh, fuck. Let me find this quote if it's even here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Buy me time. So, like, here, go through all the that. Uh, Dewey book. comes out and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, uh, "Are you familiar with the phrase? I wrote the book on this." I, I, I mean, because I wrote the book on this. See, but she doesn't say it. I thought she would. She doesn't. Say, she says some shit later on that's very similar. But no, she does say that in in to Dewey. Oh fuck! And me. then on the way into the fucking interview room, <laughs> she she looks at deputy. By Hicks. the way, your lemon squares taste like ass. Yeah, dude. But little does. Uh... And it's fucking. And then there's Dewey. He's just oblivious to like not having his wife's back. Fucking. There's this girl at work who's hitting on him all the time. And he just looks at her and he goes, they don't. 
They really don't. But you know what? But fucking Deputy Judy's like, she just looks so affronted and fucking mad about it. The best response would have been, yeah, and he likes to eat ass. <laughs> Your husband likes to eat my lemon ass. <laughs> With that thick Hillsboro mommy bong. So uh, Sydney's like, you know what? I think I should get out of town. And Dewey, again, not being fucking very good at his jobs, starts shaking his head. And then fucking Deputy Hicks is like, actually, we sort of impounded your fucking rental. Yeah, you might be a potential murderer. Let's stick around. You have to fucking stay around town. We're going to assign you fucking full on 24-7 police detail. And she's like, okay, well, I'm staying with my Aunt Kate. Uh, who is Jill's mom and Maureen Prescott's who, who sister. Is, who is this lady? It's Maureen Prescott's sister. No, I mean like IRL. Oh, Mary McDonald. What do I know her from? Was she Lana Lane or some shit? Mm, she was in a couple things. She looks kind of melted. I'm not going to lie. Let me look her up. not saying I'm a, you know, a good looking boy. <laughs> Let's see here. Mary McDonald. She was, oh, she was the chick from Dances with Wolves. Never saw it. Uh, she's the mom from Donnie Darko. Oh, fuck that movie. Uh, she was in Sneakers. Is that a young Val Kilmer? Uh, it's Dan Aykroyd, Ben Kingsley, River Phoenix, Sidney Poitier. Holy shit, I've never seen that. In the it's heat of the night. Pretty good movie. Yeah, all right, I trust you. Uh, oh, she's the first lady uh, in Independence Day. She's the president's wife. Buddy, I kind of hate that movie. Okay, well, that's fucking on you, dude. That's a good movie. Well, um, really... I don't know what else to help you with. She's in ER. Oh, I know that show. You're saying it wrong. It's Arr! She's in Battlestar Galactica. I know you didn't watch that. What, the old one or the new one? Uh, Like the 2003. Oh, Bulky in it. Yeah. Uh, so well, maybe not that one. She's like President Roslin or whatever her name is. I think she's in the whole show. <laughs> Lady President? Clearly it's science fiction. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, um, moving on. Uh, staying at fucking Aunt Kate and fucking Cousin Jill's house. Uh, and it's here that Sydney has a deja vu moment as she fucking walks upstairs. And we, shit, Trevor. Right, we get fucking Trevor who's snuck into Jill's room. And it's a very fucking Billy Loomis moment. Right, they, like, hey guys, we just recap this and scream. He's free. such a piece of shit too because like. He says the. He, she, Jill goes, this is my ex-boyfriend, Trevor, and he, Why? he goes, the one and only. Fuck off. It's so fucking, dude. dude. Fuck you, Trevor. I'm, and then he's like dude. even more uncomfortable when he talks. He's like, uh, liked your book, by the way. I, I, I wanted to get would, a copy, but I haven't bought it yet. I thought you'd be bigger in person. Fuck it. I break your <laughs> neck falling down the goddamn trellis, you Johnny Depp ass motherfucking he sucks oh, so he's bad. He's such dude. a dude, dude like, and he's not even trying to suck. He just fucking sucks. He do. He do that. I don't not like him. All right. All right. We get fresh, fresh, freshy beer. That's right. right. We deserve it. God damn it. Later on that evening, um, Kirby comes over to spend time with Jill. Kirby, you're enthusiastic. And they're watching a movie. What are they watching? Uh, Shaun of the Dead. That's right. When Kirby gets a call from Trevor. Uh, it sounds like Ghostface, and it's like the best because it's fucking back and forth, and it's like Trevor, knock it off, and it's like he's doing Ghostface. I don't know what he's doing. He sounds weird. It's like he's doing Ghostface, and she's like, it's "Why do you not sound evil. weird?" And it's it's like, Ghostface. Maybe that's because I'm not Trevor. Thank you. Maybe that's because I'm not Randy. 
So it's fucking little oh, little man. throwback to that. And he's like, by the way, how's the movie? And what like, movie? What movie? Shaun of the Dead. I mean, I'm a big fan. I really like Hot Fuzz. It's good. The world's in is also great. But, uh, you know, Shaun of the Dead, it's the original. And so, fucking, that's when they started to little fucking scared and Kirby's like where are you? he's like I'm hiding in the closet I'm in the closet so fucking Kirby sacks up and goes and checks the closet he's not there uh, across no he says I'm behind the couch and his feet are sticking out and he's <laughs> kicking his little toes across the way though uh, we've got Olivia who uh, lives next door to Jill and fucking and she has a neon yellow bra on ghost face goes I didn't say I was hiding in your closet and he fucking jumps out we can see through the fucking window, fucking woo. Olivia just getting fucking stabbed. My fucking god, dude. Gruesomely Welcome fucking back, kills Olivia. Gore, we missed you. No shit, dude. And also somebody turned that knob up to about nine. <sighs> about a fucking eleven when you get to it. The fucking the whole fucking kill scene is great. He fucking hangs Jill out the fucking window and shit, and he's fucking just gutting her. Uh, of course, uh, there's a kerfuffle. Like the kid, you know, the fucking Jill and, and, and Kirby are freaking out. Sydney goes to investigate what's going on. She fucking runs over to fucking Olivia's place, attempting to stop Ghostface. Um, who? Oh, would you fucking because do? the cops are outside. Whoa, hold up! Before this, maybe that's later. Continue. Yeah, the cops are outside, not doing a fucking good job. Uh, and they fucking so she busts into fucking Olivia's room, and dude. There is so much fucking blood Jill everywhere. everywhere. No, Olivia. <laughs> oh yeah. And the best part, and they just they well, just I don't think they, she's Olivia anymore. <laughs> she's Adedia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they fucking pan over the bed, dude. This is the best part. As they're fucking slowly just covering the fucking room, like just you know, just getting yourself some coverage of the fucking whole atmosphere there and the environment. The bed. Because fucking Olivia's hanging outside upside down from the fucking window. The bed has her fucking guts just folded and stacked neatly on the fucking bed, dude. It's like that scene in Deadpool uh, when he eviscerates all of the fucking henchmen except for Bob and spells out Francis's name. Francis. Oh, I'm going to fucking spell it out for you. I'll spell the hell out of it for you. <laughs> Yeah, dude, fucking just guts just night and easily stacked and folded on the fucking bed, dude. Oh, it's so good. I love the fucking carnage of this scene. Carnage candy. I thought you were going to say, carnage rules. And then fucking Ghostface comes out of nowhere, tries to fucking stab Sydney. Instead, fucking cuts Jill in the most fucking superficial fucking happens to fucking miss every fucking major vein and artery. Oh, yeah, we're Derek. Looking at you, fucking uh, pre-med cut. Derek. She, oh my god, dude! <laughs> Erica Roberts makes the most fucking phony ass Ew! fucking noise when she gets cut and goes down. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, dude who was there earlier and then went home several hours ago, Trevor pops in, just walks in, and he's just like, "I heard something was going on. What is it?" And then like, fucking goes. Did face. I leave my red herring here somewhere? <laughs> it's up and runs out. And then the cops show up, and it's like, oh, okay, all right, here we are, fucking finally. Do you want a toothpick or something, dude? The fucking drawer no, in there is full of them. No, I have a knife, thank you. Fucking full of toothpicks. Stop picking it, then. Just stop. Ugh, fine. What are you, the fun police? Ugh. I'm the fucking tetanus police. Ugh. 
Bitch, this knife will get tetanus from me. Uh, so Sydney is taken to the local hospital to get checked over. Uh, where her fucking publicist, Annie's boobs, is there. And she's like fucking like, oh my god. Like on the phone earlier, she's like, these new killings She's sque- squeeing so hard. She's gonna like, pump the book sales through the oh fucking my god, We're gonna be famous, make all kinds of money. And she even does the shit from the community. She goes, Fucking, she's like Sydney. Self-help shit's fucking great, but maybe we should cast in on these fucking new killings. Sydney's like, did you read my book? She's like, haven't got around to it. She's like, well, guess what? You're fired, Rebecca. And, oh, I thought she says, Sydney Prescott isn't mourning. Nights. First time caller, long time listener. Hey, I love your show, but could you shut the hell up? It is three in the morning. (laughs) So uh, Rebecca gets fired by fucking Sydney for being six seasons in a movie uh, for fucking being a terrible fucking cunt. She's like, UK cunt. She's like, fine. Uh, (laughs) You'll call me back. You'll want me back. So she heads to the fucking. Well, she was streets ahead of it anyway. (laughs) She heads to the parking garage uh, and then gets a fucking phone call from the ghost faced caller. Killer. Caller. That's good. Four episodes in, we finally got it. Right. Yeah. Ghost face color. <laughs> ring, ring. Uh, and she's like, he's like, Sydney Prescott, please. She's like, I'm handling all of Sydney's bookings and appearances, even though she's just fucking been recently fired. Because she's fucking optimistic that she's going to fucking get that rehire. And he's just fucking playing cat and mouse games. He's like, actually, I'm upstairs in the fucking uh, hospital with Sydney right now. If you want to talk to her, soul, second. And then all of a sudden, the fucking car alarm goes off. And he's like, really? It sounds like you're in a fucking parking garage. Hey, for something happened to you down there in that dark-ass parking garage. Ooh. And guess what? That's not foreshadowing. It does. She gets a whole lot of dead. Um, And this... This is my favorite part in the fucking movie. Okie dokie. Ghostface fucking kills her. Dewey is holding a press conference outside of the fucking hospital. And he's like, buddy, tact. He's like, everything's cool. The police are fucking on it. We're doing a great job. And we're honestly this close to buttoning up this this murder spree and tracking down the killer and capturing them. And as soon as he fucking says it, here comes fucking Rebecca's body off the fucking top floor. Off the top of rope. The fucking parking garage, dude. And this is a big ass parking garage. Woodsboro has the smallest hospital and the world's fucking tallest parking garage. And this fucking bitch comes down, lands on top of a fucking car in front of all these reporters and Dewey and shit. And fucking Dewey. That's sweetheart of a man but incompetent as he is dude this bitch has been stabbed to death and then thrown fucking six stories onto a car yeah he walks up and he checks her pulse hey you know what (laughs) it's scream buddy how many times does a motherfucker come back or you empty a clip into a but it gets even better dude it gets even better because in the crowd fucking here comes gail dead body right dewey fucking checking pulses for no reason on on corpses i mean he's got here comes fucking gail through the sea of reporters dude not fucking giving a shit or reading the fucking room pushed him out of the way going out of the way amateurs <laughs> damn all right so death number seven rebecca walters uh annie's pretty young we try not to brutalize her that's for uh, the community. Annie, get your gun. 
the fans. God damn, dude. Team Gale. All the way. Out of the way. Out of my way, amateurs. Man. Fucking just dead. Gail's just fucking numb to dead bodies. Whatever. She doesn't give a shit. I fucking love it, dude. Well, from that Botox, amateurs. Fuck. Fucking hilarious, man. Oh, that's the favorite part of the whole fucking movie. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, where do we go from here? Uh, Fucking only. Oh, we only go up. Where do we go from here? All right, so Gail is trying to get to the bottom of this mystery and convinces Sydney to fucking come to the local high school cinema club. Uh, Did we have a cinema club? I have no idea. I was in the fucking getting high after school club. I was in the getting kicked out of all the clubs. (laughs) Uh, Run by Charlie Walker and Robbie Mercer. Uh, the two claim that uh, if the killer is attempting to kill God people, damn, would, in that, a, would that be us? Yes. Ah, fuck. You know, I'll take the Randy title. Oh yeah, Thanks, Dan. Dan. Well, yeah Thanks, you want to be, you want to be a Randy? Uh, to uh, to kill people in a remake fashion. You know, some things may be similar, but uh, obviously, you know, new decade, new rules. And so what's he say? It's like pretty much you have to be gay. They like agree at the same time. Like pretty much the only way to survive a fucking horror movie in this day and age is you have to be gay. And they're like sitting next to each other and they both give each other fucking weird, uncomfortable fucking like, looks. Like, ooh, fact. And then like, uh, friend. <laughs> friend. Like, they like scooch hey, Coach away Coach Landry said it. We're okay. Are we doing cruising for June? He was talking big ideas, man. Hey, let's focus on the movie at hand, please. All right. Well, it's some on. Of us, some of us watched it. At and made a computer take notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not reading off the internet. Uh, so, um, they uh try to make the they're basically saying that the killer is going to do whatever they can to make the situation more intense, and uh, they're actually going to record the murder as opposed to on the internet. I don't know about that. That's kind of well ex- exactly what he does. Uh, so then someone brings up the murder spree at the end of the first thing. They're like, yeah, so we start with a couple of kills. And then, of course, you know, in Act 3, where does it go? Fucking party. And they're like, oh, is there a fucking party going on? It's like, well, actually, Stabathon. Okay, you know. Is happening tonight. I'm conceited. I'm a narcissist. All that shit. But even I'm looking out for my fellow well the the well being of my fellow friends and shit and and you know co students what do you call that the student body <laughs> well when you say it like that now I want to stab it no I'd be like constituents constituents subordinates no not subordinates um well hey listener and nah, I don't even worry about it um. Uh, uh, students. There, anyway, I just be like, you peers. know what? The word you're looking for is peers. I have no peers. Thank you. Um, tears for peers. Pierce, Pierce. Streets ahead of you. I promise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love the community. Oh my god, dude. Uh, so uh, yeah. Anyway, I'd be like, guys, let's set this one out. We can stream it or cyber whatever. Ugh. We can cyber web it. You know, it's a series of pipes, apparently. It's wild. <laughs> uh, so, they're talking about the upcoming Stabathon, which is where they run all these the whole fucking, you know, run the Stab movies fucking back to back to back, have yeah. a big marathon of it. No, I'm sorry. I'm, okay, I got to put a pin in this for a second. Okay. So, there are seven. Mm-hmm. Wait, at this point, there's not seven Stab. Are there seven? 
There's Wait. seven stab movies. All right, so in Scream That's 5. That was established in the beginning. Okay. Fuck you. Uh, so, stab eight, that's what they talk about in five. All right, anyway. Yes. So, um, my good friend Cincinnati Jones. That's the one with, like, the weird chrome skull fucking looking ghost face with a flamethrower. And that's Matt Lillard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Cincinnati Jeff, my uh, <clears throat> compatriot. Yes, sir. My peer, one might even say. You have no peers. Uh, so I've heard a guy say that. Yeah, I heard he's a twat. He is. So, um, buddy, on average, you're a standard slasher flick. What would you chalk that in at? About a buck twenty, buck uh, thirty, ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. All right. So, uh, I'm gonna pull out my mathulator over here. Okay. All right. Do little do do do. Let's go. Spot is good. I know. Hey, the wonderful. Sarah Pumpkaboo made that. Oh, Pumpkaboo. All right, so we got 90 times... Seven. Seven. Well, that's 630 minutes. Now divide that by 60. What's that? That's... You math. I, I'm not the math guy. 90 times seven equals 630 divided by 60. Okay. Ten and a half hours. Ten and a half hours. On a school you, you, night. You divided by six. <laughs> oh, yeah. On a school night, we start the marathon. It's dark outside. Let's say roughly at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. To be, to be, to be early on. So, it. all right. We're now. getting done. If we, if we have them properly lined up back to back to back with no pauses in between, we're getting done at the earliest. All right. 6.30. So let's do the math here even more. So this is Hillsboro, California, right? Woodsboro. Yeah, that's a ticket. Marlboro, California. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, well, it's a school year. So let's chalk this uh, to Spotchka. To a start of Spotchka with my compatriot. Let's all say right. it's a Thursday. Okay, obviously. It's a, yeah, it's a Thursday. Mm, yeah, all right. Well, fuck, it doesn't matter. So it's September. He's mm-hmm. had too much to drink. So, like, let's say school year started September. They didn't say shit about Halloween. It's not October. Speaking of the school, did you see there's a there's a, a bust of Henry Winkler? Henry Winkler, yeah. All right. So no, sorry. No, no, you're good. So out of my way, amateurs. These kids are not coming to school the next day. No. Even if, even if it was a weekend day, like a Friday, like there's so many kids at the Stabathon, like parents would know that they're fucking gone for like not everybody's got permission to fucking stay out late or fucking stay at friends' houses. Well, on top of that, like <sighs> wouldn't because they did it in the original Scream, they had the curfew. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's it's Principal. What the fuck is his name? Principal Winkler. Yeah, fuck him. He's like, it's Principal Harambe. Everybody get home. He's threatening kids with scissors. <laughs> Man, dude. Uh, it's the 90s. It's behind closed doors. Hey, you know what? Yeah, the 90s. The, uh, the first half of the 90s was a, just a wild, simpler time. Blobbity blue, blue, blue. Uh, these anyway, kids are calling off school tomorrow. Yeah, right. And also, I guess all their parents are rich, white motherfuckers. They don't care where they're. At the earliest Who's they would get done, if they started at 8, that. they'd get done at 6.30 in the morning. Um, I'm not saying that everybody would you stay there, but uh, I would I would say that, that enough would stay there that it would 
it would be noticed. All right, and they're hosting bits in between movies. Maybe they're cutting off credits. You shave some time. I don't know. Um, geez, this is probably... You might be saving like three minutes on the credits. This is Horror movies aren't like fucking Marvel movies. <laughs> I know where the Jedi had some shit after the credits. Uh, no, dude. But... Yeah, three bad sequels. Oh, hey, man, not three of them. <laughs> Two and a half. Anyway. Hey, they wouldn't add up. It's bullshit. I mean, this is not the franchise to start poking holes. In. Right. You know, like, so, Ghostface is easily 6'3 in every movie. And yeah, I like when, yeah, well, we'll, we'll get into it later. But, yeah, uh, all of a sudden he fucking, he, he drastically fucking lowers in height. At the end of this. Uh, so they're like, oh, yeah, we got the Stabathon. It's kind of an underground fucking email only invite fucking thing. Gail's like, rich white people. Fucking, I thought we were working together on this. And they're like, yeah, but that's kind but of the did secret you get a ground. Did and you get they're a like, fuck you, fucking, we're leaving. No Q&A with Sydney. Um, so. Oh, it's, it is a Friday night. Sorry. Uh, Chat GPT says Friday night. There's not a lot of uh things to do but there should be plenty of other party options to go on you know in woodsboro well, fuck yeah, so me. it is a friday right. well the, let's just edit that all of it out oh, that whole fucking 10 minute fucking mathathon type Oof. fuck uh, that i'd never want to go to a mathathon so gail fucking tries to enlist the help of dewey who's like no you need to fucking stay out of this and she's like fine i'm going rogue oh and then they have the whole meta conversation like what's meta anyway you know it's yeah. meta meta yeah. dude. come on dwight so, Gail does find the party on her own. She fucking leaves Sydney back at fucking Aunt Kate's house with Jill, who's on fucking house arrest with the fucking cops out there. <laughs> These guys. Yeah, 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 Gail yeah. finds the fucking party on her own, disguises herself by fucking putting on a fucking ghost face mask, and then, like, like Elaine Bennis fucking Seinfeld dancing her way in. Oh, wow. To the, yeah. it's, it's in like a barn in the middle of nowhere. And then these two kids, one who's dressed as Gail Weathers, the other is dressed as Dewey yes. from the first movie. And then she just fucking looks at him kind of cockeyed and just gives him a two thumbs up like Double she's the fucking Fonz. And they're like, what the fuck is going on here? You know what? I swear to fucking God. Wait, yeah, because... Wait, is it Scream 1 or 2 where she has that neon green attire? Or is that Scream 3? Uh, it's Scream 1 because in Scream 3... It's a parody of uh, it, She's yes. wearing... Uh, fucking... Uh, uh, Posey. Yeah, Parker Posey's wearing it. Okay, so it's a parody of that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. That yeah. neon lime green fucking... Only in the 90s, my suit. friend. Yeah. Uh, so... She goes around and decides that she's going to fucking take a page of the killer's book, and she sets up cameras of her own at the Stamathon. And these things are massive. Expecting to fucking see, you know, fucking Ghostface show up and kill people. It's like the size of a six-pack. They're fucking huge. A 12-pack of cans. I'm not saying that she hid them super well, but she didn't do a bad job about hiding these fucking giant fucking honking things. Well, I mean, your audience is a bunch of drunk teenagers at a dimly lit barn. Right. Which somehow has adequate power 
to run a projector and lights and a sound system. And I don't want to poke holes in this. Well, rich people, uh, California, you know, apparently if you could do it, Rob Zombie's Halloween too. It's California until it doesn't want to be California. All of a sudden they're fucking in the middle of Illinois. This is like the fucking flattest fucking farm ever. Like nothing's around. There's no trees. It's just cornfields. Not an orange grove in sight. Uh, what about an angel grove? So uh, she fucking heads back out to her car and the fucking camera starts to get covered up, except for one where fucking she clearly sees its ghost face. Uh, so she calls Dewey, who's like, I thought you were going rogue. It's like, stop being a dickhead, Dwight. You're ruining this marriage. I just told you I fucking have footage of the killer at a party with 100 potential fucking victims and you just want to be a dick about it? Fuck you. I'll deal with it myself. Hangs up and he's like, oh my God this bitch so he fucking pops the cherries and berries and starts heading that way while fucking gail sneaks back into the party and while attempting to fix the camera in the rafters she comes across uh the remote webcam that the killer is also hidden what before being stabbed finally gail fucking gets to feel what fucking movies called stab (laughs) he got stabbed she finally gets to go through what fucking dewey goes through every fucking couple years yeah Dewey shows up just as Gail collapses on the ground floor, but the killer has once again eluded capture. No victims here at the party. Uh, Gail is then taken to the hospital, uh, but survives. Meanwhile, honestly, if anybody's doing the most accurate stabathon, it's fucking Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing some meat knife stabbing. Uh, <laughs> stupid. I say stupid shit. Uh, meanwhile, the two police officers, Ross and Perkins, uh, Adam Brody and Anthony Anderson. Right? What do I, what do I know uh, Adam Brody from? Uh, let me look it up real quick. To the Google! Adam Brody. Uh, he was in Scream 4. No way! Uh, let's see. What else? He was in Shazam? He's in both. Oh, he's the fucking, he's the adult version of one of the kids from Shazam. Okay. Uh, let's see. Going through here. American Pie 2, he's a high school guy. He's in the ring. Uh, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, thank you for smoking. That's a funny-ass fucking I movie. I heard it was funny. Oh, he's in Smiley Face, the fucking little pot smoking movie. Jennifer's Body. I've never been in Jennifer's Body. The fucking, uh, um, what's her nuts? Thumb, toe thumb. Yeah, yeah, Megan Fox. Yeah. This one cop out. Trace Morgan, man. And like, fucking Bruce Willis. What a funny man. Fuck Bruce Willis. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. I said a bunch of stuff. That was okay. It was okay. Yoga hosers. You you know him from Yoga hosers. No, He's no, Ichabod. no. I fucking do not. I didn't he watch that dog shit movie. Um. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. Anyway, um. Uh, he's got that name though. Adam Brody sounds like Adrian Brody. You would fucking Marcus like know him, Brody, like, know and the something. dude from Jaws. Marcus Brody got lost in his own museum one time. Mm-hmm. All right, so we we'll take a break after this. Uh, so who are on fucking watch outside of Aunt Kate's house? And I fucking love it. They're like, you know what? Like fucking at like Ross is like fucking cops never fucking survive in fucking movies like they always fucking die unless you're bruce willis and fucking anthony perkins is like what are you talking about it's like anderson, well anderson i'm sorry yeah anthony anderson perkins is his, his, his character name um really yeah well you know who anthony perkins is 
Well, up boy's best friend is his mother. A son is a poor substitute for a lover. Psycho. Psycho 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Dude, I love 2. Anyway. Dude, I picked up 4. I got them all mm, now. Yeah. Yes. I Directed have- by... Mick Garris. <laughs> I have one. Th- I have no. I have two through four because one doesn't come. I have two through four plus Bates Hotel, Real? Hotel the the the, the show TV, from the eighties. The made for TV one. Wow. Yeah. On a Holy on shit. a DVD from Walmart of all places. That's wild, boss. Keep going. But it didn't have the first one. I had to buy the first one separate. But anyway, oh. um, yeah, I love those sequels. I love the one where he was. What's the one where he calls into the radio show? That's said, part four. The yeah. one directed by Mick Garris. A yeah. new beginning. I like that one. Fr- we should just do. Anyway, anyway, they're talking about fucking <laughs> cops. They're like, only Bruce Willis fucking survives fucking movies. Every other fucking cop dies, especially if you're like a rookie with like, you know, first day in the job or your wife's pregnant or two days, two days retiring. fucking retirement and shit like that. And so fucking Anthony Anderson's like, all right, well, stop or freaking me you're out. you're anti-Semitic. <laughs> or, wait, no, Mel Gibson lived. Uh, so he wasn't, he wasn't, he was supposed to die at the end of Lethal Weapon 2. It was actually supposed to be just one and two. Yeah, he, all those fucking bullets were going to kill him. We got to do the fucking Lethal Weapon drinking game. Anytime that smooth jazz riff pops. Bam, bam, bam. It's a lot of smooth jazz. It's like half the movie. I'm getting too old for this shit. So, <laughs> Anthony Anderson's like, all right, you don't know if I can go take a quick walk around. I'll be right back. And he's like, fuck. So, fucking his partner, Ross, is like, you know what? I got this fucking round. And he's like, all right, dude, fucking bet. Uh, so he fucking walks around the fucking house. The, and, he get, perimeter check. Uh, yeah. Right. And he comes back and he's like, hey, Perkins, was that fucking window open earlier? And he fucking like comes and he fucking finds Perkins dead in the cop car. Bomb, bomb, And he's like, bomb. fuck, Perkins, Perkins. And he fucking shakes him and he wakes up. He's like, ah, I got you, bitch. Uh, it's so funny. Then fucking Ghostface comes out for real and fucking stabs fucking Officer Ross in the fucking back a whole bunch. Nah, just one time. I thought it was like at least twice. No, it's just one. Okay, well, fucking get some real good. Well, I, I don't, man, I'm just saying that motherfucker could show up in the sequel because Dewey is fucking shish kebab. Ghost face fucking pin cushion. <laughs> oh boy. He's, he's a stab aficionado. He, he, he's the living stab a thon. <laughs> no, actually, I take that back. Fucking Chad from. Hey, I'll Dewey take it. is the stabathon. <laughs> uh, I'd say Dewey Chad. likes the taste of steel. Uh, ch- 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 Chad from Part Six, I think, is the reigning king of stabathon because he got tag team back again. That's true. That is true. Uh, anyway, sorry, sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Uh, so fucking We're Officer Ross gets fucking stabbed, and then fucking Officer Perkins is freaking out. Then fucking Ghostface pops it out of Ross's back and straight in betwixt the into eyes. fucking Anthony Anderson. Oh, it's in the forehead, fucking head, dude. And he's, it's like he's like bleeding, like like fucking black brain juice and blood it's and like rough, dude man. and it just lingers with that fucking knife in there and he pulls it out and he's got this massive fucking wound he covers it up and gets you out can tell like the computer shutting down it's like boo, 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 yeah he's like gets out he's like trying to fucking fight ghost face but like his eyes aren't working and then he just fucking falls to his knees and he goes man fuck bruce, fuck bruce willis. willis and then he fucking dies <laughs> my fucking favorite kill in the whole fucking movie. I don't think so. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
All right, so cops are dead. Sydney finds out that Jill snuck out and went to the Kirby's after party because uh, the fucking, you know, stabathon obviously got broken up because Gail got stabathoned. Yeah, well, hey, somebody got stabbed at the stabathon. That's probably a pretty good reason to shut it down. Hey, but what do I know? Uh, so um, Kate gets back from fixing the fucking wind chimes. Oh, oh, so there's. Do you want me to jump in with this? Go for it. So there's a deleted scene where uh, Ghostface is out there, like, jiggling the chimes or something. You know, it's classic Metal Gear Solid. Here's your diversion. Check it out. Boom, dead. Eh. So uh, she's like, hey, fucking Joe went to Kirby's. Uh, Kate attempts to fucking call her, doesn't get an answer, and the two attempt to go over there, but the killer fucking appears. And fucking at the front door, so they fucking block her. And Sydney's like, "Fucking hold the brace, the door. I'm fucking gonna go for some help." And then fucking Sydney locks it. Knock, knock. Open up your door. Deliver. It's death. Fucking Mama Kate, Aunt, <laughs> Aunt Mom. Fuck. <laughs> what is this chainsaw? <laughs> Aunt Mom. Aunt Mom. Fucking gets a knife in the fucking back of the neck via mail slot. <laughs> Sent you some mail, Mom. And so, Kate Roberts. Uh, so they can't get the fucking hold of the fucking deputies that are watching it. So fucking Deputy Lemon Square shows up, fucking finds Kate dead. Sydney, the only person alive. And uh, Deputy Lemon Square is like, Sydney, you should probably kind of fucking hang out here because, you know, we got dead bodies. You're the only sole survivor. And fucking she's like, cool, not a problem. I will fucking totally hang out here. Psych! Fucking Bye. grabs fucking Aunt Mom's keys and fucking rushes away. She's like, sorry, Jill. Our deputy did fucking deputy lemon squares. I got shit to do. Okay, one more time. I'm sorry. Let me bring this back. Hi, Cincinnati Jeff. Mm -hmm. There is a series of murders in our town. We're, and they're killing people. They're killing horror movie podcasts. Hey, you know what we should probably do? Stay the fuck home and like... Don't leave sight. You know, this is classic shit from the thing. But hey, uh, that wouldn't make for a very good movie, would it? It's true. Mm. Um, so Sydney escapes and rushes over to Kirby's place, but the killer manages to get to Kirby's house before she arrives. We've got Jill, Kirby, Charlie, and Robbie relaxing at Kirby's place. Uh, which and one's the Colkin? Uh, Robbie. Uh, I'm sorry, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. And he's fucking, it's like going through fucking uh, Kirby's like pretty badass. Uh, I would not mediocre. She doesn't have a huge collection, but she's got a fucking pretty deep collection of fucking horror movies. He's like, okay. Fuck hey, man, I, I, not as good as ours, but fucking, uh, get some fucking pretty tasty fucking jizz uh, niblets. Fucking uh, choice fucking movies here. She's like, yeah, I'm a fucking fan. So th this is where I think out of the two, I'm more Robbie. Unfortunately, and you're more fucking uh, Charlie in this situation because he like sits down, he sees horror movies, and like immediately just starts grilling her. Oh no no, I'm not a gatekeeper, sir. No you no no no, you're having fun with it. Oh well, I mean, there's a flirtatious nature that we didn't mention prior to when Robbie or not, yeah, Robbie has his stupid little head cam on for whole pass. Uh, Kirby walks by the whole Bambi thing, and then the Colkin says. You're aficionado. I think she wants me. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, sorry. So, but just this, this, that, this part of the scene just reminded me of you. Like you fucking go somewhere, and you're like, check these fucking movies. Let's talk fucking horror. Like he's not grilling her like fucking trivia style, but it's just you know he's he's he's, he's having a conversation with like, what did you think about this? Let's talk about this. Blah 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 blah. 
Oh, listeners, by the way, it is 1.20 on a uh, Wednesday evening, Thursday morning. So if we sound a little drunk. We are. Yeah, and go ask your stepdad, Terry, about that. <laughs> uh, so uh, all of a sudden, uh, Trevor shows up, claims that Jill invited her. Yeah, also, do you not lock doors? Yeah, that's what he says. He's like, well, you fucking, there's a killer on the loose. Your fucking front door is wide open. And they're like, well, I didn't text you. I don't even know where my phone is conveniently. And it's like, what the fuck? Did they clone a phone? So fucking Kirby's like, you should probably fucking leave Trevor. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Oh, no, because they're about, uh, uh, dude, uh, Kirby. Not yet. Uh, Jill explains that this is obviously fucking impossible. I'm going to go fucking find my phone. Trevor's like, I'll help you. Meanwhile, uh, Kirby suggests that she should go to her room and fucking look for it. Trevor, you know, in tow. Um, Robbie is uh, indulging oh, in some... Oh, because the feng shui's off upstairs. Robbie eh? is indulging in some alcohol uh, at the me- in the meantime, and so going outside where he fucking is still live-streaming his whole fucking experience in life. Yeah, seriously, Robbie, you're not cool. Oh, fuck. That we is get, us. Like, that is us. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a lame... It's not a lame kill. It's a lame setup where, like, he, he's drunk and he stumbles and his gopro falls it's, and then he puts it on backwards Caddy wampus and hey. so like it's like live streaming ghost face behind him and he doesn't know man real talk if they would have handled this with a fucking halloween res wow words i thought i'd never say if he would have took a cue from fucking halloween resurrection <laughs> i don't hate resurrection uh, but so robbie ends up fucking getting it by ghost face the best part is he's like no, no no you can't kill me uh, wait, I'm gay. Oh, hold up, I, I, I if have, that helps, I have the quote. Um, yeah. Anyway, keep going. It doesn't matter. Let's let's bring this shit on home. <laughs> Your boy's tired, and he needs to get beat up in Dragon Ball. Uh so uh, Robbie fucking uh, uh, takes it into the into the stomach a few times, and in the back, back inside, Kirby reveals to Charlie that obviously you know is a fan of fucking horror. They're watching more stab movies, and she's like, "Hey, Charlie." Right now would be a pretty good time to, to make, make a, a move. move. And he's like, did, did you feel you that? make the first move? He's, did you feel that? The charge that went between us right there? Oh, that was me. I have powers. So sexy. I mean, this is this is not good game. And uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, hey, get, knock, knock. Who's, who's there? there? Let's fucking make out. <laughs> What's his dick taste like? And, well, Kirby's like, that was my move. And uh, he's like, all right. So Charlie fucking goes to move in and is erupted by fucking Trevor, who reappears. And he's like, I'm a dipshit. This also oh, reminded God. me of you. Not Trevor, but this fucking just coming to the movie going to the room going, oh, my God, I love this fucking part. It's um, <laughs> it's been known. <laughs> I, I'm not a deliberate cock blocker. Uh, but if there's fun shit happening, you're like, I want to be a part of that. Hey, man, I, I'm a fun guy. Uh, so they fucking, yeah, he cockblocks fucking Charlie who gets pissed and leaves the but house. But then Kirby's just straight up like, this is the part where you get the fuck out of the who room. Who even invited you, Trevor? Get out of my house. And it, he's like, clearly not you. It's like, exactly. Fucking leave my property. But on top of that, why wouldn't you try to rekindle that moment pickup where you just laughed? Well, that's when we get Jill who comes from uh, out of nowhere. And uh, Sydney then is coming to the house. Uh, telling Jill of um, and Kirby of uh, you know Aunt Mom Kate's death, then Ghostface of Ghostface appears and chases them through the house. 
where Jill hides under a bed and Kirby hides in the basement with Sydney. Oh, her narrow behind could totally fit under that bed. Uh, when they're down there, they find Charlie fucking uh, on the porch covered in blood. And Ghostface appears and fucking ties him to the chair via Steve style. Uh, yeah, I've seen this somewhere before. Hold up. Uh, oh, big, <laughs> big sneeze, buddy. I, I got this exchange. Hold up. Where is it? Are you going for round two, big sneeze? No. Okay. You going to vomit blood? All right. I have this whole exchange. But but go ahead. No, no. Hit it. All right. So Ghostface calls Kirby. Uh, it's like, I hear you like movies, Kirby, but do you like him as much as him? Answer these questions three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for for the listeners out there, I'm an asshole, and so if you see me on the street and you're trying to bum a cigarette off me, I'm a jack-off, and so my line is, Answer these questions, three! This cigarette you may have for free! Destroy, you idiot! Anyway. <laughs> so, uh... Ghostface is like, I hear you like horror movies, Kirby, but you like him as much as him? Forget watching, Stab. Instead, you gotta live it. Kirby's like, no, 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 no. He's the expert, not me. Warming up? Uh, warming up question. Jason's weapon. Uh, a machete. There. You see? You do do the genre. Michael Myers? Uh, butcher knife. False. Chef's knife. Eat my ass. Leatherface? Uh, chainsaw, please. Just ask Sydney if you need some help. Freddy Krueger? Raise your hands. Yeah, that's fine. Name the movie that started the slasher phrase. Halloween, Chainsaw Massacre, Last House on the Left, or Psycho. Psycho! None of the above, Peeping Tom. Man, this is kind of me, though. <laughs> 1960, directed by Michael Powell. First movie to ever put the audience in the killer's POV. Wait. No, no, just ask me another question. Just one more. All right, Kirby. Then it's your last chance question. Name the remake of the original groundbreaking horror movie in which the villain... Halloween, uh, Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Hills, Have Eyes, uh, Amityville, uh, Last House of the Lord, Friday the 13th, The Nightmare on Elm Street, My Bloody Valentine, When a Stranger Calls, Prom Night, Black Christmas, House of Wax, The Fog, Piranha... It's one of those, right? Right? I got it. I got it fucking right. <clears throat> Don't worry, Charlie. I fucking won. I won. He tried to beat me, but I won. And boom. Charlie gets untied from the chair, and he goes, By the way, Kirby, this is making a move. And stabs her in the stomach. Hey, man, that's penetration. <laughs> and he goes, four fucking years of high school, and you just now fucking noticed me. And you stabs her again. Bitch, it's too late. Shh. I know it doesn't happen as fast as it does in movies. I know. So we've got Charlie as what a cock killer number one. What a stupid fucking asshole. Why? What? Because he's simping for Jill. What the fuck ever? So sorry, buddy. Bring it on home. So then we get uh, Sydney, who is, uh, is uh, has moved through the house and is looking for Jill, and he's attacked by uh, Charlie Face, uh, but managed to escape, and she's running for the front door, and then is stabbed by another Ghost Face, bum, bum, bum. confirming there's a second killer. 
No way. In a Scream movie, you're telling me there's more than one killer. All of a sudden, this ghost face is much shorter than the rest. It's Roman Bridger. And removes his mask and reveals that it's Jill. Oh, my God. Jill then lets loose a torrent of hatred at Sydney, claiming that her cousin's fame was always rubbed in her face, and she's fucking sick of it. It's it's funny, too, because, like, you get that kind of the whole movie. Even, even Aunt Mom. Like they're like Kirby and Jill are talking about Sydney's scars and fucking Aunt Mom's like I have scars. Nobody asked me about my scars. And Shut the fuck up, Jill's bitch. like no, I have scars, physical. Mom. And she's like, Oh, you can't see my scars. Yeah, they're all over your face because your fucking <laughs> face is like a fruit roll up stretched over a Nerf you, football. You look like you fucking <laughs> hang out nights in a smokehouse. You, you look like somebody steamrolled the Toxic Avengers face. It looks like fucking somebody put a wig on a football. Taught how to walk. On a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> so Jill's like, I don't like you because you're famous and I'm not and I'm sick of it. Yep. She claims she's like, you're going to die and in the wake of this killing spree, I'm going to be famous now. I'm going to be the new Sydney. This is the part where Sydney, uh, Nev Campbell should just walk up to her put her hand on the top of her head and just push her into the ground because you know, like Donkey Kong. So Jill stabs Sydney a whole bunch and then uh, later on uh, produces Trevor, who is now going to be blamed for every everything, right? Uh, Trevor and Sydney now are being is, set up as the killers is here. Trevor wearing double denim? Yeah, yeah, he's got the Canadian tuxedo on. Just like Neil Prescott. It's very much his fucking outfit from the first movie. So and, uh, what, what happened? It's a tied up Trevor. Like Charlie produces him, and it's so like again good dialogue. And because he's like, why? Why would you do this? I thought you loved me. And she goes, I am not the girl to you who cheat on. Whom to fuck with? Oh, I am not the girl you cheat on. And she fucking just not even, not even give a chance to fucking respond or retort. Just shoots him in the fucking head. No, the dick. Shoots him in the dick. And then the head. Oh, like man. Like, bullet through the fucking forehead. Now, see, he I... Did. I would have shot him in the dick, let him suffer, and pistol whip him until unconscious, and then he could bleed out. Well, she's got to set up the kill fast, because the cops might be on the way. So, she kills Trevor. Oh, the very competent Hillsboro fucking police department? She stabs fucking... Uh, uh, Sydney a few more times and then her and fucking uh, Char Char little fucking fake Randy are gonna set it up as like fucking they're in love with each other and they're gonna be the fucking survivors and fucking she's like he's like alright stick me fucking Billy and Sue style it's like stab me in the fucking shoulder stab me in the fucking shoulder and she fucking stabs him right in the heart and he's like why the heart and she's like stab through the heart and you're to blame, darling. You're going to take all of this blame. No, I already said You're going to try to steal Sydney's Damn. fame. There you go. Uh, he's like, why? He's like, you know what the fucking public loves more than a survivor? A soul survivor. Let your soul glow. So Charlie dies. Trevor's dead. Sydney's dying. And fucking Jill's like, all right, now I got to fucking set this shit up. Oh, and this is my bonkers God. crazy. This bitch is cray cray. But she's so fucking well prepared. First, she walks over to Sydney, takes her fucking finger and like grabs Sydney's hand and takes her fingernails, rest on her cheek and like cuts oh. herself. So she's got fucking like 
giblet. Fucked up face and DNA under fucking Sydney's fingernails. Then she takes Sydney's other fucking hand, wraps it in her hand, and pulls her own fucking hair out. So fucking Sydney's holding just a big wad of fucking Jill's hair. Of wet. Then hair. she takes the knife, puts it to her shoulder, and like fucking, fucking shoulder bumps the fucking into, wall. Oh, this is and much. like fucking stabs herself. Oh, then, I love her shriek. She's too. like what? Like looking at the scene and like analyzing it so well. She sees this picture on the wall, headbutts it with a fucking hard run into the wall. Oh my god, dude! Like warp speed. And she's like, like you can see, like the fucking wheels turn. She's like, that's not enough. There's this fucking glass coffee table at Kirby's house. So she fucking throws herself backwards through it to fuck herself up even more. And then goes and like just lays down next to Sydney and then analyzes how she's laying Her and then pose like and mimics mimics it. the fucking pose and then pretends to pass out until the fucking police show up. So what's this line? Sydney's like, even your friends. My friends? No, no fucking friends. I have fans. Oof. For fuck's sakes, my own mother died, so no great loss there. <laughs> yeah, I had to kill my own fucking mother to be just like you. No great loss there. Uh, I, I could stay true. I had to stay true to the original. That's sick, right? Well, sick is the new sane. You had your 15 minutes. I want mine. And oh my God, dude, she has this little shrieky imp voice. And, uh, look around. We live in public. You now. have your fame. Now I have mine. Yes. We all have, we're all on the internet. How do you think people become famous anymore yuck and true looking at you mr beast uh i like mr beast he's nice logan paul sucks Oof. mr beast is super cool yeah i'd like to tape those paul brothers and throw them in a volcano anyway uh you just yeah gotta have fucked up shit happen to you so you have to die sid these are the rules new movie new franchise there's only room for one lead, and let's face it, your ingenue days, they're over. Blech. It's true. Uh, so the fucking cops show up, the paramedics show up, they fucking take Jill away, and she's like being fucking pegged as a sole survivor. Like, reporters just have pictures of her. She's like kind of half smiling on the gurney and shit. Victim! Gets taken to the fucking hospital where Dewey visits Jill. Uh, who then claims that uh, she's like, is Gail okay? Maybe one day we can write a book together. With We've our matching scars. Fucking matching wounds. And Dewey's like, well, you're not the only survivor. Uh, it's kind of touch and go. She's in intensive care, but uh, Sydney might make it. She's They're not quite sure if she's going to remember anything. But and she's like, oh, hell no. Be fine. So how do you? Well, I'm not Jill Roberts. So Dewey leaves to go visit Gail, who's obviously in the same hospital. Jill's like, fuck, gets out of bed, rushes to Sydney's room, and it's like, motherfucker, you just fucking couldn't fucking help it, could you? You couldn't fucking die. You got to fucking live again. And just starts beating the shit out of her fucking cousin. I mean, real talk, Sid's bad at dying. She, and I respect that. She fucking Jill, and Jill crazy ass fucking Jill. She's punching fucking Sydney in the fucking stitched up wound Whoa. and shit, and it's like instantly fucking bleeding through the gown and stuff. Jamie and Lee Curtis from fucking Halloween Kills is like, I felt that. <laughs> she <laughs> punched me in the dick. <laughs> yep, sent some beans till my nuts up real nice. Sent some bean. Uh so I mean, she's just beating the shit out of Sydney and just fucking talking all kinds of stuff. Uh, Dewey talking to Gail in the meantime, 
realizes that fucking Jill wouldn't have known that Gail was stabbed in the shoulder uh-huh. unless she was fucking there and that she's obviously fucking the other killer. Uh, so Ding. he rushes to fucking uh, uh, Jill's room. She's gone and fucking runs over to fucking Sydney's room, finds her attacking Sydney, and he gets knocked out with a with fucking... A- Bedpan. Hard, dude. Damn, Dewey. They just make you the Don Knotts. Uh, right? Let me jump in real quick uh, and make a note. Okay. So there's a scene uh, somewhere early on where it's it's uh, Judy Hicks is watching. She, she uh, like, uh, Jill, Sydney goes up to talk to Jill or whatever, like about fucking 45 minutes ago. Oh, this red herring scene? Uh huh. Yeah. Where she creeps up and she's like, out of the shadows. Oh, like, and it works. She's like, you don't remember from high school. You do probably you? remember. We I were was in drama in, club. We were in Peter, Peter Pan, Pan together and you were a black chick. Or, wait. No, the Lost Boys. That's, uh, you were Tiddlywink. You were Tiger Tits. No, you you were the black version of the Disney Plus Peter Pan. That's a thing. That's that's out there. That's a joke. Anyway, and she's like, "No, I don't remember you." You were the white legs on the Black Little Mermaid. Your mouth tastes like Jay Z's pussy. I don't know. <laughs> don't tell Shug Knight. We'll be okay. Anyway, uh, keep itching. You just keep scratching. No, no, you're fucking crack addict. Fucking bottle of the egg, man. Come on. <laughs> And then so she's like, no, I kind of don't remember you. I kind of had a little bit going on in high school. Well, what do you think that was, Cincinnati, Jeff? I was busy fucking banging a psychotic Fingering dude. Murdering my mom, who was being banged by the rest of town. Yeah, Sharon Stone. Anyway, bring it on home. Flashing her shit all over town like she was Sharon Stone or something. Let's face it. She was no Sharon Stone. She's no Sharon Stone. Uh, so fucking Dewey's knocked out, knocked out. Dewey is knocked out. Jill's still beating up. the shit out of fucking Sydney. Oh, his shit got fucked up <laughs> with more shit. Deputy Hicks shows up with her fucking lemon squares. I'm sorry. No, Gail comes in then to fucking see what the kerfuffle is and sees fucking everything going on. And she's about to get shot with Dewey's gun by Jill, who then is saved by Deputy Hicks with this fucking side tackle. Dude, oh, over the fucking meta bed. Yes. The back the tank. Right. <laughs> fucking hiding behind the other fucking hospital bed. And she's I, like, throw your fucking gun out. I'm going to fucking shoot Dewey. And she's I like, cool. love this. Jill has this shrieky little psychotic voice. It's like, do it now. Get your skinny ass out here, bitch. It's fucking it, super good. Uh, so fucking Hicks throws the gun and stands up and fucking gets popped immediately by Jill. Fucking she goes down. Then she fucking makes Gail come out, a little skinny ass. Okay. And then so um, Gail's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Can I just have one final word? Oh, in the meantime, Sid woketh the fucketh up and she pulls a Black Christmas, not the 2019. Uh, she the, prepares a defibrillator. That's right. While Jill's not paying attention. And, and Gail asks for one final word. What's that? She's like, what is it? Please? What? Please? No. Clear. Clear? Then he stands up and goes, clear. <laughs> fucking defibrillates her fucking brain. It's time for the defibrillator. It's time for the defibrillator. And it's fucking- Can you name me two other movies that I do that guy again? Uh, I said one. Uh, I can't. Black Christmas, 2005-ish, you know that one, mm-hmm. and 
motherfucking Maniac Cop 3. Bam, 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 bam. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. I didn't name either, but all right. Yeah. Uh, so well, fucking Jill's out, right? Sydney stands up, fucking checking well, on everybody. One might even say dead. Uh, they're checking on Dewey, then all of a sudden fucking Jill comes to, and fucking Sydney, without even fucking missing a beat, just fucking turns around and fucking just pops Jill right in the fucking chest. Fucking rule number one, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, the original. And then Hicks, out of nowhere, stands up. And this fucking is so good. Gail, Gail's such a shit cunt still. She's fucking just such like a Hicks, bitch. you're still alive? Yeah, she, she just fucking like, rips over her shirt. She goes, wear the vest, save your chest. And, and then she passes the fuck out. <laughs> falls down again. Then Dewey comes to, and he's like, what I, I get hit with? Coming. I didn't see her coming. What I get hit with? And, and then Gail goes, you, you don't want to know. <laughs> And then so cut to the outside of the uh, hotel. The fucking hospital. This is What? Good. The what? Hospital! I'm out of beer. <sighs> all right. And then all these reporters are like, uh, Jill Roberts, this poor victim of the, the slasher. But country's calling the sole survivor of a stream or a Woodsboro remake. Stabathon. And then cut to this uh, young hero. Mm. The world can't wait to hear her story. It's, it, this is so. Yeah, it's so. They're good. gonna have to wait. So fucking good. All right. Um. Well, that's the end. Um. I'm, I feel like what's the proper closure on this? That's it. That that's it. All right. That was the whole movie. Roll credits. Do you kids want to see a dead body? We've got 14 kills, all of them on screen. Number one, Trudy, stabbed in the chest. Trudy! Number two, Sherry's throat split. Number three, Rachel, stabbed twice in the stomach. Number four, Marnie to Carney. She knows what she did. Uh, number five, Jenny Randall. Jenny. Oh, uh, big tits. No, that was Olivia. Uh, uh, no, Jenny was the big tits fucking with the... But she wasn't. Oh, with the IQ of 135? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number six, Olivia. Also fucking... Like, I'm pretty sure they just put her in the movie because she was hot. Uh, stabbed, fucking gutted, throwing her out the window. Uh, number seven, Rebecca. Fucking stabbed in the... Uh, all over and then tossed up the building. Um, well, into, into the Dewey. Well, Annie's kind of young. We try not to brutalize her. I love the community. Same. And his boobs. Uh, six seasons in a movie. Uh, number eight, Deputy Haas stabbed in the back. Number nine, Deputy Debatable. Perkins. If he showed up in a later movie as a killer. Stabbed in the forehead. No, Ten. He, that motherfucker dead. Uh, Aunt Mom stabbed in the fucking back of the neck through the mail slot. Special delivery of pain. Number 11, Robbie Mercer stabbed a bunch because he was too straight. Is it gay? Uh, number 12, uh, Trevor Sheldon shot in the head and then shot in the head. Ow, my dick. Uh, number 13, Charlie Walker, died of a broken heart. Fuck that Culkin. Number 14, Jill Roberts, defibrillated and then shot through the heart. And Sydney's to blame, because Jill gives Scream a bad name. What was your favorite kill, buddy? Uh, honestly, it's got to be old girl in the fucking room across the way. Just Olivia. getting gutterfied. That aftermath was fucking beautiful and brutal. I, I, we can all agree on that, right? I mean, well, let's hear yours, fart boy. Fucking Deputy Perkins. Fuck Bruce Willis. Ooh, the fucking stab in the brain. Too, like, I, man. I wasn't expecting that. I hadn't seen that in this franchise 
No, at, let alone like a point blank. Like that's good. That's a code. That's where you hang your hat. Yeah, that was fucking where right. you hang your hat is home. <laughs> so that was my favorite. All right. Now it's time for some stuff you should know. Hello, greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? This was the last film ever to be directed by Wes Craven before he died of brain cancer on August 30th, 2015, at the age of 76. Man, that ain't bad, man. I remember I was working at my uncle's slave shop. Uh, yeah, we were. Uh, I was at. I remember where I was at work as well when the news came. We were texting each other. Uh, in a deleted scene, Dewey explains to Gail that Neil Prescott, uh, Sydney's father, had passed away since appearing in Scream 3, and this is the first time Sydney had returned to Woodsboro since his death. Uh, screenwriter Kevin Williamson had repeated clashes with uh, the Weinsteins, uh, resulting in them hiring Aaron Kruger for rewrites, and the script had varied from heavily from the original drafts. Well, I mean... Hey, where are they at now? He was the writer for three. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he looks like a doofus. Yeah, but Williamson did one, two, and this one. I think the rest. Uh, well, I know he definitely gets creative you know, credit, but keep going. Uh, for the first time in the franchise, a CGI-added knife was used because hey, director yeah. Wes Craven wanted to avoid using prop knives that are rubber, cardboard, and collapsible. You know what that is? Because his mom got killed by a cardboard collapsible uh, brain tumor. <laughs> what? It just got raped first. Yeah, with a Jewish mother. And then, uh, th th this is why we didn't play it earlier, unfortunately. This is the first Scream movie to not feature the song Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. But it has a bloody left pinky. Uh, it's not. It doesn't really have that je ne sais quoi. That Red Right Hand's fucking good, though. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. All right, let's move on to Final Thoughts. Well, what do you know? I asked for Final Cut, and I got it. <laughs> All right, Nachos, tell us Pass, what you like. you go first. What got you didn't like, and then fucking give us your rating. Well, that's funny you mentioned that, because <clears throat> this has nothing to do with any of that. I'd like to thank John from Beatniks in, on Main Street of Belleville, Illinois, for giving me a cocaine bear T-shirt. And let me shit in your toilet. I pooped so hard I time traveled to when I was in Coach Lingerie's movie, uh, Victor <laughs> Durant Vampire Hunter, where I played Jacques Lawson. It was funny. The bartender. Yeah, it was snooty. And I'd also like to thank our old friend, no longer a Patreon member, but old friend of the podcast, Mike Prezato, who gave us the moniker. Well, I was Tacos McStuffin, and you were, this was prior to COVID. Uh, so Tacos McStuffins, and I don't remember what I was. Ah, yeah, it's just fun. Anyway, <clears throat> and uh, so this movie, Scream 4, welcome back, Mr. Carter. We fucking missed you. Scream 3 was, I mean, if you didn't know, if you thought that was going to be the end of the franchise. Who's Mr. Carter? Welcome back. Oh, welcome Mr. Cotta. Hey, Mr. Cotta. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Mr. Cotta. Welcome back, Cotta. Mm -hmm. So, um, this, thanks for reopening the Scream franchise about a decade later, honestly. Um, goddamn. Was... Uh, we got to talk about the soundtrack, too. Fuck. Anyway. Um, so you do know that that's not Welcome Back, 
Carter. You do know it's actually welcome back Cotter, right? I'm going to cauterize your butthole shut if you interrupt. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Travolta. Let's start the show. And um, Mr. Cotter. Hoss, Hoss from fucking Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Anyway, so this movie, goody have you back, Ghostface. Uh, let's make up for Scream 3. Just that that can't be our closure. Um, is it a remake? Yeah, that's fine. A um, lot of likable characters, some good gore. Not giving an A plus on the plot because uh, we've seen it before. Uh, Jill, I will say outside of Randy, I- I'm sorry, outside of Billy and Stu, is the most competent fucking uh, ghost face. I I adored her. She was terrifying. It just proves you don't have to be big to be terrifying. Um, bringing in the gore. Worst character in the film is Trevor. Always. Um, ah, Thought Gail was going to die for a minute. Soundtrack, nothing to write home about. It's a screen movie, obviously. No nudity. That's fine. Uh, I got to watch Anna Paquin get stabbed to death, and I'm fine with that. Um, Man, all in all, it's not as good as the first. I probably rank it higher than two. Three is the weird mutant bastard. Uh, I give this, I give this a competent uh, 6.5. Nah, fuck it, seven. It gets seven. It's kind of low. Yeah, well, I mean, it didn't reinvent the wheel. Because all those Friday the 13th ones do. Look, bitch. <laughs> I've been drinking for about five minutes, okay? I don't know, man. As soon as you say your shit, I'm going to jump back in and reevaluate it. Anyway, that's why I wanted you to go first. But anyway, hey, what do you got there, buddy? This movie is a 9 out of 10. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. That's all I got to say about that. Nah, it's fucking excellent. So it doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. Uh, it's, It's unique enough to stand out. Uh, not only in the in the franchise, but in the horror movie, in uh, in all horror movies, right? Because in the zeitgeist. you aren't the the twist is really good. You expect Jill to be the victim when she in fact turns out to be the killer, which is uh, a rare instance in this, right? the The final girl is also the killer itself. That's actually pretty fucking excellent. That's a hell of a twist that nobody really saw coming. You could have you could have easily pegged Charlie, right? That's not a fucking problem. Uh, but fucking Peg and Jill, uh, I don't think it was going to be fucking super easy. Um, on top of that, brutal fucking movie. Finally, yeah, part three. And that's the thing. That's what makes part four so special is because you thought for 10 years part three was the end of that franchise. And that, again, while I think that movie's fucking super fun, when it was the last part of the franchise, the end of the trilogy, boy, did that make me mad. And then when fucking four came out and I didn't have much faith into it until I saw it and I was like, Dude, not only have you fucking redeemed yourself for fucking part three, you've actually elevated part three into just fucking much higher status. Now I can enjoy it for being so fucking fun because it's not the end of the franchise. You've got this to go on and potentially even more sequels. That's what made four so special. Plus, 
again, even though it mimics a lot of the original, it has a lot of homages to all the fucking movies in the franchise. But, you know, igno- oh my god, ignoring. especially that part where they talk about uh, Roman. Well, you get you get the homage for Roman the body armor. Yeah, cops often wear body armor. Well, apparently, they don't in the fucking screen universe because it's the first fucking time we've seen it. The only time we've seen body armor up to this point was on Roman. Okay. All right, touche. Uh, so, brutal deaths, fun fucking characters, loved Kirby. Oh, Kir- Kirby MVP pass. Right? She's good. Just like you you wanted to see her fucking more. Jill's crazy ass was so enjoyable as both the victim and as the killer, and is not just fucking said. Her crazy shriek voice when she's like super fucking insane. Get at the your end. skinny ass over here! It's just fucking great, dude. Just mm, chef's kiss on the acting. I just love fucking Emma Roberts in this scene. Everybody's fucking fun. Everybody's on point. Honestly, I would say the weakest character in this movie is Nev Campbell. This is just Sydney. It, and it's not by def- it's not her fault. She's not doing a bad job. It's just her role in the story is just it's minute, kind of backseat. Right? She's just there to provide fucking atmosphere and fucking and and a reason for why this is happening. Other than that, she's not really integral to the story. It's the Jill show, and that's what makes it so fucking special. The movie's fun in a fucking brutal, fucking bloody, gory way. It's good pace, too. It's paced well, and it's almost two hours. And you don't know that it, it doesn't feel like it's fucking almost You're blowing two hours. my brain out over It's like here. 150 minutes before the credits. It's 150 minutes. That's badass. Plus, you get that super unique fucking intro where it's the movie within a movie within your movie. I thought that was kind of obnoxious. I liked and it. And that's me saying it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty fucking good. Because you you see the third one, they're filming Wait, the fucking third movie. So are stab you movie. trying to tell me the beginning of Stab 6 is the end of Stab... St- the beginning... I, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. No, the beginning of Stab 6 is the beginning of Stab 7 because they're watching Stab 6. All right, get Zach. Get the fucking uh, pizza board and the marker. So, but overall, man, honestly, I give this a nine out of ten. It's not my personal favorite because that is Scream Two. I have I have a love for that movie, but I will say that this and number one flip flop in my mind as the best of the franchise. Again, my favorite doesn't have to be the best in the franchise. I'm just saying overall, four and one are fucking pretty interchangeable in which one is the best one in the franchise thus far. You know, right. as far as like just coming and saying, "Hey, which one should I watch?" <laughs> Who's your MVP character? Uh, Kirby. Okay, thank you. Kirby's clearly the fucking MVP in this whole fucking movie. All right, I'm gonna jump in with two things real quick. Um, hearing you flap your gums about it. All right, I'll raise it up a notch. I give it a seven point five lemon squares out of tasting like ass. <laughs> I give it nine fucking dead ants out of ten. <laughs> Nine books that I wrote out of ten. All right. So, um... Nine Bruce Willis's out of ten. <laughs> Fuck Bruce Willis's out of ten. All right. So, allegedly, there was going to be an alternate script where Jill lived and that, like, the Woodsboro uh, trifecta, as I like to call them, were, like, going to hunt her down and stalk her kind of shit, which I feel would have been the better movie. Like a better sequel? Yeah. Okay. So, not a better movie to this, just a better sequel than five okay yeah they started something different but more importantly buddy do you think we could survive this horror movie scenario this franchise this specific film Mm, yes yeah i mean i'm i'm not a 
uh, fuck that. I am a big tough guy. If I saw a Culkin walk in here right now, I'd kick a hole through his torso, and I saw a fucking baloney pony fucking uh, Emma Roberts. I'd jam him or her through him. <laughs> I would stab him with her. Exactly. And you know what? <laughs> I'd fucking grab her carcass, which is through him and fuck them together so fast there'd be a friction burn fire and I'd let them burn and then I would piss out their corpses and stomp their heads in apples. We would just be smart enough to survive it just because we wouldn't put ourselves in danger. Well, not that we don't do stupid shit, but we don't put ourselves in front of a, like in the path of a fucking serial killer. Yeah. You're living. I'm living. Let's do it. Right. Not taunting serial killers. Oh, I would. I totally would. Because this is going to be like 6'4 Ghostface walks in there and you come in and it's going to be Emma Roberts on the Culkin shoulders. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck that, dude. Those pussies can drink piss. All of a sudden, that motherfucker's 10 feet tall. Right. And it's actually three Jawas stacked on each other. <laughs> and that's what kills me about Masters of Terrica side. And when they chase you, fucking, she, she's on his shoulders. And when they chase you, it's the fucking Benny Hill music. Oh, no, no. Like, they, they fall over. And it's like, it's two people in a horse costume. So it's like, he's grabbing her legs and whatever. She falls out and she's like, for some reason, in lingerie. No, the Culkin is. <laughs> he's in the fucking lazy lingerie Benny Hill style. Dude, fuck it. Let's bring it on home. All right. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Bye. Stay boobies. Boobies. Annie's boobs.